Man the harpoons. So, so, so I'm speaking facts. <laughs> you are huge. So, so you watch the clip, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you watch the clip, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. You watch the clip, right? How many times I gotta do this? You're this call, type of stuff. You're calling me a coon. This is the first time. You think I hate black women, right? But you didn't see the after effects of how we explained the clip. So if you were to tell me that I'm a coon right now, you didn't watch the actual podcast. How would you even know? You're assuming. So that being said, what's your question? Put it in my. Did you watch the podcast? Yo, we make fun of everybody. Shut up. Nobody cares what you think, bro. Stop fucking crying, man. Crying that bacon grease. <laughs> oh you need to go somewhere else, bro. All right. Why are you watching us if you hate us? Why are you on this live right now, bro? You look stupid. Why? Why are you here? Why are you here? Explain what? There ain't nothing to explain. You need to go to a gym instead of talking shit to us. You literally belong in SeaWorld right now. What the fuck? You're huge. I'm a Samba. Look at you. Let's counter racism with more racism. We have not brought up race one time negatively. I'm talking about your weight. You are a fat bitch, okay? You can't run away from that because you are in control of every morsel that goes in your mouth. You are huge. You're a fucking circle. You are out of shape. You actually, you are a shape, a circle, okay? You're getting cooked right now. Hey, man, SeaWorld is here, baby. <laughs> fucking otter. Fucking <laughs> hair, bro. Podcast right now. <laughs> Lord blesses you. Have a great day. I'll cook fat bitches like you anytime, bro. We ain't on YouTube, so I can put the gloves off. You look crazy right now. You are dumb. You can't show your face. You're a fucking circle. Send this out to everybody that I shame fat people. You're damn right I do. You fat biatch. Frank Castle or White Castle? What are you talking about? Cause it looks like you talk about White Castle. It looks like you go there often too. Sure, go ahead. Sure, go uh, ahead. C -c cancel us. Newsflash. You need to cancel your fucking yeah. trainer too. Yeah. 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 Newsflash. We're rich, bitch. We're Peace. not talking about race, man. Fuck We're out rich, of here, bitch. fat bitch. Peace. There you go. Bam. Shut up. Anyhow. Damn. the podcast right now. <laughs> well, you know you got to delete that right for bullying and harassment. You can't keep this live up, bro. Oh we yeah, nah, her. nah, yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> Instagram is now. Yo, no, actually, that's probably we the yeah, yeah. We're live, okay. right? We're live. Oh shit. Yo, I think that's probably the best way to start it, man. <laughs> that's probably the best way to start. Bro, you got headphones. I don't, I don't know if you like using it. Um, but um, yo, that was kind of crazy right now. Oh wow. Yo, have welcome, you guys been... Welcome to a day in our life, bro. Yeah, well, well shit. Welcome to Off The Record Podcast, hey. man. We're here with... I, I think I might say the most controversial podcasters right now. <laughs> Probably. Six, six nine of podcasts. Yo, yo, the, the amount of hate that you guys have, like, you know, either gotten or criticism over the last, I want to say, like, month. 
through the entire time and you guys came up pretty much you guys been rocking for like a year and a half about so right uh a year we started the podcast october, october 2020 yeah. 2020 yeah so it's about like a year and three months right yeah. so in the last month or so you got people from shade room twitter everybody's like you know just talking to y'all getting to y'all about all type of shit is this the most like you know hatred you guys have seen because before you're talking to your audience that probably like they found your content because they agree with something you're saying but now you're getting on live and there's these people who hate you but they want yeah, they're, they're watching but they can't wait to confront you and they're hope they're like slowly hoping you just you know just fall off yeah nah. well that that girl made the cardinal mistake of coming in and <laughs> she just got roasted bro like here's the thing like, I will never understand the concept of, I hate this person, but let me go look at all their content and leave DMs and get mad and talk smack. And I'm like, in my head, like, bro, if I don't like someone, I don't go to their stuff, let alone go over their com- content, uh, comment, give them engagement. Give them what the, the engagement. Hell? Like, what's wrong with you? Well, well, you have to realize that if you think about, like, say, the reason why Floyd made, like, reporting, like, like half a billion dollars of boxing he was never like the guy who was selling his fights. Like, yo, I'm knocking them all out. It was just like, yo, we kind of hate this guy. Who's gonna beat him? Right. And like, yes. Yeah, so, so like, there is some currency in having people who hate you so much. They'll sit around and wait for you to go live, just so they could get that moment of trying to get at you. Bro, the girl came on his IG live and just immediately started calling him. Where, like, can we swear? Yeah, yeah. Call him like a cool yeah, yeah. and all yeah, yeah. like yeah. derogatory like, terms. I don't even know you. Yo, yo, you guys have so different approaches. And I think, you know, I remember when I was on your guys' podcast, like, you know, months months ago, I was like, I'm realizing that like it's it's two different personalities. You guys are fresh and fit. Yeah. But it's like two different personalities. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Myra's not backing out for shit. You, you're trying to kill her with kindness. They're just trying to kill you. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Like, like, like she, she's calling you the worst words in the book. And you're like, yo, let's hope you have a good day, you know, whatever, whatever. You're fucking fighting fire with fire. Yeah, because, bro, like, this is the thing that gets me, like, I'm just like, yo, what, what is wrong with you? Like, this woman is overweight yeah. in his life trying yeah. to talk smack to him. And it's like, no one, here's the thing that is crazy to me. No one bats an eye when women say, I don't want no short guy. I don't want no broke guy. I like this guy. I like that, whatever. Anytime a woman likes something, it's considered preferences and what she likes. Yeah. Anytime a man says, Yo, I want a bad chick or I don't want, I don't date black girls. I don't date Spanish girls. I don't date white girls, whatever it is. Anytime a man has boundaries on what he likes, it's considered discrimination. And on top of that, because we've had it before on the podcast, a guy will say, I like this about women. I dislike that. Everything that he says he dislikes, girls will immediately resort to, well, why don't you like that? Blah, blah, blah. And they'll try to shame him for your preferences. They'll challenge it. But when a woman says, I want a guy that makes this much money, blah, 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 whatever, we might laugh and snicker, ha, that guy isn't coming. But we ain't going to sit there and be like, oh, why do you like that? We understand why women like the things that they like, but they cannot come to grips with why we like the things that we like. Hey, ladies, newsflash. If you're fat, we don't fucking like you. Hey, hey, if you're obnoxious, rude, crude, whatever it is, we don't like you. But we live in a world now where men can't have preferences and worse yet, Men can't enact on those preferences. And the female way of thinking is the right way of thinking. Like, I want this. I want that. Cool. You're champion for it. But if a guy says, I want this. Oh, you're misogynistic. You're toxic. Small dick energy. Insecure. 
No, maybe I just don't want to deal with a raging bitch that's annoying like this chick over here swearing at someone on the internet she doesn't even know for no reason waiting to get on his live and ask him questions to harass him. Okay, so what? And, and, and this is where oh, wow. I this is where I get to like you guys' audience, right? Yeah. You know, I think you guys' audience, and and I compared you guys to potentially having an audience so supportive, or or you know, uh, like as your backbone being so strong, like Trump supporters. Only reason why is like, I think their your your audience has proved that people do agree with what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. However. There's not many people who are down to say it, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so no matter what you're talking about, right? So, so when you're when you're kind of breaking down some of the you know things that don't make sense in a you know modern modern world, yeah. and the differences between male and female, it's a lot of dudes who think that, but like they say it, yo, if somebody screenshots that tweet, their job is gone. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, I think like even that young lady who's on the phone, she was kind of even she's hanging that over your head to say. Well, if you don't change how you speak, Cancel. if you don't change how you think, we're going to get you off of YouTube. And I'm going to be honest with you, for many creators, because that becomes your livelihood, that becomes a strong enough, you know, you know, threat where it's like, oh, shoot, you're going to make sure I never get a sponsor again. You're going to make sure like, oh, like YouTube might like, you know, try to remove us. You, you almost kind of fall back. I'm watching you guys and you guys are saying, yo, listen, fuck it. Like, no, we're going to... Here's you know, the beauty. I've always said a rest in peace to King Von. I am what I am. I don't yeah. care. So, like, this chick comes on, right? And th this is the other thing, too, which is crazy to me. So, we said we have a preference, right? We went viral because we said, hey, we don't dabble in the dark. Ha, ha, ha. Made fun of, you know, we said we don't like, we don't date black women normally. It's not our preference. They go crazy. But when we make jokes about white women, we make jokes about Asian women, we make jokes about Hispanic women, nobody bats an eye because we make jokes on them, too. Yeah. Hell, I got maracas in the studio that I'd be shaking all around the place. I don't see Hispanic Twitter coming after us and going crazy. Black women, they get mad at us, they complain, whatever. And here's the crazy part. I look at my Instagram. If if two guys say, yo, we don't like like this type of woman, right? And then they go ahead and they come over to our Instagram and then they DM us, harass us, waiting on his live to talk smack. Why would you go over to someone that says, I'm not attracted to your race and say, we're going to cancel you. We're going to work together and come after you. Like, if, we, if you didn't care about us that much, why would you put so much effort into trying to cancel us and all this other stuff if we're not interested in you? If we said, yo... We don't date white girls. We don't care about them. Yeah. You think any Caucasian woman will come after us like this? No, they wouldn't. Okay. This so, is the ridiculousness. So, so let me, I'm going to be the devil, devil's advocate. Sure. You my guys. But so I'm going to, I'm going to try to frame this discussion in how I think they're trying to have a frame. Right. So it, it's, it's being framed like, listen, you guys have it messed up. We're, we're not mad that you don't like black women. Right. Which I, we I, do I, like them. It's just yeah, not okay. our preference right. normally. Yeah. Okay. We, we don't, don't normally that's your them. preference. Yeah. And, and and I think you know that they're complaining of a few issues because I I do think you know you know just universally I think because of some historical things and just black women seemingly have been you know um, they've been ostracized from the dating market. Yeah. Ostrac that's, exactly. the, that's the reality. They have and, the lowest marriage rates. They have the lowest approval that. ratings on dating apps. Yeah. It's and, the facts. It's the facts. And what happens with that? We see the social ramifications of it. Like, for example, if you go to the shade room, if a black girl is with a rich white dude, yo, get your coin, sis. Yo, yes, yeah. turn up. Yeah. The swirl. I'm here for the swirl. Yep. Right? If it's the black athlete who just came to some bread, got with the you white girl. You hate your mother. 
yo, why do they always do this? They never date one of us. You know what I mean? And, and it's like. You're a sellout. And, and, yeah, you're a sellout, right? And I think that's because. I think there's a that black women feel so ostracized that you know they they start looking at black men as you guys belong to us. Yeah. Right? Because other races date us, you know, statistically yep. the least when they date interracially. Yep. The people who share the skin color with us better hold us down because that's the majority of the people who are our options. Yeah. So that's why we see like all those type of like you know kind of comments. Now I think that mindset kind of blends in when you guys say preference, they feel like you guys are popularizing it, right? And then the next part, and I'm, you guys can respond. However, they're like, well, it's it's like I was talking to someone who was just so heated, and I think I told, and it was like, yo, do you know what Night Riders meant? Night Riders was something like that was a com that, that was a nickname used by like you know. KKK owners or oh. no, no, KKK people. We're talking about David Hasselhoff. Yeah. See, people well, be in their feelings, bro. Like, we're, we're well, referencing David Hasselhoff and the Knight Rider, the TV show. Okay, like, okay. when a girl, we're yeah. like, hey, because uh, we ask girls and guys, yeah. like, hey, if a white girl, hey, do you like black guys? Oh, you're a Knight Rider. Okay, David Hasselhoff in the house, ha ha ha, right? Yeah. We make jokes. But this goes to show here's the thing, bro. We live in a world where people are trying to get offended. Serena Williams, right? Candace Owens, whatever. When these black women date outside their race, uh, Eve, no one bats an eye. You know, they're, they they pl applaud her, go girl, yeah, swirl, blah, blah, blah. You know, fuck black men. No one cares. We don't see a bunch of black dudes going over to their uh, to their Instagram. You're a, you're a traitor, blah, blah, blah. We don't give a fuck. Look Carlson Banks from Fresh Prince. No one cares, bro. Like, yeah. like the black men, when the women yeah. die outside the race, the black men don't go over there and complain. But when the black man dates outside of his race, the women come over and complain. And here's the other thing, too. Over 90% of uh, black marriages, like uh, black men, are married to black women. So we're talking about what? The, a small percentage of men that actually date outside their race, guess who they are, though? They tend to be entertainers, athletes, etc. The women are mad about a very small percentage of men that date outside the race and have the ability to do so. And if they do, why do they care? Like I said, it's a problem when black men exercise their options and date other women. It's not a problem when women do it the other way because men don't complain or cry. Women do. Right. And they want to take this victim mindset like, oh, but, you know, you you're we, we uh racism and all this other stuff. Okay, and so, it's like so. So th that's the um, I, I see that response as well. For yeah. example, they're saying, listen, we get it. And by the way, you know, I, I watch you guys show pretty frequently. You guys pretty fair with cracking jokes at everybody. everybody you know what yeah, I mean? And sure. it, like everybody like shit. We're fucking taking pit like you don't you, you don't only clown fat black chicks you know what I mean. I we're clown today. You're like yo man, if you guys stop eating so much fucking food, we could probably yeah. fit on the camera. Yeah, even you know what I mean. It's like yeah, it's just, so it's, it's it's you're pretty fair and even with kind of how you do that. I fat shame everybody. Okay, however, and I think this is where you know the the the, the, the conversation gets like you know remember where that guy that Shabazz guy who comes in <laughs> like you, you ever heard this term like black women are the most you know underappreciated underappreciated uh, most disrespected blah 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 and it's basically like yo listen just like for example I think certain things you could probably joke about but like you can't really joke about the holocaust and it's, it's just one of the things where it's like there's no joke funny about it and I think black women feel like they've been through a lot they're like listen maybe you could yeah we could call a white girl Karen and Becky and it's funny but if you use a joke towards us, it has so much, it touches back on so much historical, you know what I mean, like oppression that it just doesn't come across funny to us. I think that's the point they're trying to, they're trying to say. Um, I, 
I think all that I think that they don't like your preference either. You know what I mean? Really? Of course, of course. But I think that's the only thing they could legitly attack, right? To say, hey, listen, you by saying those those names, which you're you guys are saying, well, we call everybody, you know, whatever name. They're saying, well, you guys probably hate yourself. So the, my, go ahead. my thing is, right, to take a joke, right, and it's, remember, it's context, because we have we got lots of questions on our show mm-hmm. about that dating out blacks. We're joking around, hey, you know what, LaQuisha, LaShonda, we don't By the way, I, I could give a personal review on black. Yeah. You know, like, my man's on black cleaning up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, to be honest, like, black, and, and it's not because of the term or the name of the app, on the levels of like you know social and you guys know about like social media or like all these little social sites that you could like date tinder match whatever yeah, hinge. like black is just like you're gonna find the chicks who are just gonna willing to give it up like real quick you know what i mean it's not like a pof it's not like a tinder there's like levels to this right you know yeah. and clearly based on what app you could tell why people are going there so like yeah. so so for dudes you're gonna go there thinking it's a bunch of single baby mamas who probably just you know want company you know what i mean so I don't think there's, but of course, it's definitely catered for black people, right? Yeah. Um, go ahead, go ahead. But in the context of it, right? They yeah. took a joke so far to say that we hate a specific race. We never said that. Yeah. Once again, my mother's black, cousin's black, my sister's black. Also, I had a yacht party like maybe two weeks ago, a bunch of white girls. I was the only person with a black girl on the boat. So it was like, bro, to say we hate a whole race is, is too far. That being said, they took it as, oh, we're attacking the whole culture. No, we're not. We just say, hey, our preferences, boom, 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 a little joke. Okay, yeah. I will, 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 let, let me let me hit yeah. hit y'all with the rhetoric that they said about preferences. They said if the preference mm. is not that of your own skin color, that pretty much like that's a form of self hate. I've seen that. I've seen and heard a lot of people say that because they're saying if the features that you and your family share are not what attracts you of the opposite sex. You probably don't think those features, whether it be skin color, whether it be, you know, the shape of your lips, nose, other things that, you know, are just racial in, in, in um, yeah. you know, traits. If those things aren't your preference, you probably have self-hate. And, and, that's, and, that's, that? one, and that's one of the most asinine concepts ever because they're going to sit there and say, well, you don't like your mom? No, I fucking don't. I'm not down for incest. Like what? Like you know what I'm saying? When you really break down the stupidity of what they say, oh, you you hate your mom. You don't want to date someone that looks like your mom. No, I fucking don't. Okay, I want I I want something different than my mom. Like I'm not attracted to someone that looks like my mom, an older you know woman that uh you know of a certain complexion. Like I don't want someone that looks like my mom. I want something different. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're, 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 the thing is this, man. Anything that men want, anytime men have preferences or whatever, and it doesn't fit a certain mold, women are going to try to demonize it. If I go out right now and say, I don't date fat bitches, everyone's going to lose their fucking mind. But if a girl goes out and says, I don't date no broke niggas, they're going to be like, oh my God, you go girl. And my thing is this, men can have standards, women can have standards. And if a dude wants to put his foot down and say, I don't like a certain thing, he should be able to do so however he wants. Now we just said, hey, we we made a joke about it, right? Because here's the other thing too. We, we sh- shoot our show live. Super chats come in. We get donations for people. Yeah. We have one of the most interactive podcasts. So when people donate in whatever. You guys, you guys are like one of the, I didn't know there was a ranking for super chats. Like, so if people don't know um, what we're talking about, since you're probably watching this on Spotify, um, when you stream live on YouTube, um, a way that people could donate and interact with you is these super chats. Yeah. And you guys have probably one of the most loyal audience. Like you guys rank on we were a number one in the United basis. States for 2021. We're number wow. one in the United yeah. States. So, 
and I think like 13 for the world. So we have a super interactive interactive show. So like when people uh, super chat in, you know, they say funny things, they troll, they make accounts to troll. So we have a good time with our audience. So one, someone, and the, the the episode actually was the topic of dating apps. Mm -hmm. And we had just uh, like when the person sent the super chat and we were just making a joke on some other YouTubers. Yeah, so yeah. we're having a good time just chopping the shit. And then like, you know, they say, hey, are you use a dating app black? And we're like, no, haha. But if you want LaQuisha and Jaquanda, go ahead and go over there. And they took it out of context, making it sound like we're here to demonize black women or whatever but tune in the next day i'm wearing a fucking mexican sombrero hat making jokes you know wearing an asian hat no one bad to eye it's yeah. only when you make fun of you know unfortunately and i guess i'm black like we have a victim mindset in the black community like we can't take jokes we can sit there and call white people all these derogatory terms we can make fun of asian people we can make fun of all these other races but if someone makes a joke on us we sit there and cry and complain here's the thing if I want to play the victim mindset, I could do it the best. I'm Muslim. My parents are from Sudan. I speak Arabic. I'm black and I'm Arab. So I can literally sit there. Oh, my God. I was discriminated against after 9-11. Everyone called me Saddam. And then when I went to a grocery store, everyone thinks we're going to steal because I'm black. I can sit there and take the victim mindset, too. But you know what? The world doesn't fucking owe you understanding. People are going to be racist. People are going to be biased. They're not going to sit there and get to know you. We live in a world where it's first impression first, and they're going to make their decision. You can't change how people perceive you, but what you can do is you can change their opinion of you once they meet you. So here's the thing. Instead of people crying about stereotypes, stereotypes, prove the fucking stereotype wrong. Stop being an idiot. Speak proper English. Be educated. Get your money together. Dress properly. Don't be an idiot. Do not perpetuate the stereotypes that align with your race. I don't do that. I speak a certain way. I convey myself a certain way. It is what it is. I don't have a victim mindset because I could say, oh, I'm a victim of Islamophobia. I'm a victim of uh, people being racist, me being black. But I'm not going to sit there and use that as a cop out because the world doesn't fucking owe me understanding. Here in the West in general, people are fucking pussies. I've been in third world countries that are poor. Yo, we got clean running water. We have electricity. We got these fantastic cameras around this, whatever. I don't give a fuck about what some idiot on the internet says about Arabs or blacks. Because guess what? We live in a first world country. There's people that can't even get fucking food. Can't even drink clean water. And they're over here, oh my God, I'm being systematically oppressed. Shut the fuck up and stop crying yep. and count your blessings instead of the blessings you don't have. And we have a victim mindset here in the West in general. By the way, you're mentioning something that when talking with Fresh, and, and again, you know, when this whole thing happened, you know, uh, in the media sphere, a lot of people who sorry you know, for the rant, by the way, but no, no, great, I love, love I love rants, yo. But 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 you guys probably saw a lot of po different podcast hosts. They all put up statements, or they pretty much like disavowed you guys, right? And I had personal conversations with a bunch of them, like on the phone, like kind of like you know trying to bridge the gap a little bit. And and one thing I noticed, and to really talk about, like you know, as you said, the victim mindset, right? Yeah, I'm a first generation American. Right, so I was born Same. in Jamaica. Same, you are too. I was born in the United States, but yeah, but, my but, parents first generation. But, but yeah, yeah, okay. So, so like you, you, your your parents, what you saw in the household was probably more powerful than what you saw in your community. Facts, because you saw them come over here, and it's called the boot. I think it's called the bootstrap theory, which basically you pull yourself up by the bootstraps, mm -hmm. and you don't. The excuses, you you don't let hold you down. Yep. Right. Um. I was explaining to someone, and I'm like, yo, listen, I know the race conversation is very complex, yeah. but you also have to understand why they would have the mentality that they have. Mm -hmm. Because, honestly, when I came from Jamaica to here, I really, we didn't really have much. Honestly, I came over here, and, re and when reality hit, I was like, damn, I had it better over there. Now, granted, now all these resources, but... It was three. It was five people in a two bedroom apartment. We at least had a room per person in Jamaica. Yeah. Now it was much more opportunities here, but we realized real quickly: no handouts. You got to yep. work for everything. Yep. yep. 
and the, there was no excuse to be made other than you're either going to do it or not. And then if you didn't do it, you couldn't. And it, also, here's the thing. Because we're immigrants, we couldn't rely on the system a yep. lot. Okay, well, we failed, so give us money. Or we failed, so give us this. So yeah. we just had to do it. Mm-hmm. So the conversation I had with this guy is like, yo, listen, you first generation, and I'm going to lump us three into this, right? Yeah. And this is why, you know, I I started to have a conversation with this person, and it felt like they were attacking me afterwards. Of course. Because I was saying, when we come from a different country, we the mentality is different. Yeah. And they base, and the person basically said, well, Number one, no matter what country you came from, they probably had some type, some of the same stuff we had here in terms of slavery, descent, third. But the psyche of the people here, and, and and I was I was talking about like some very subtle differences. I'm like, you know why I I, I don't even see racism as the biggest obstacle. Mm-hmm. I see me being lazy as big an obstacle. Yeah, you know why I come from a country, and, 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 and as as it speaks to psyche, people who look like me are on the money from where I come from. Like we're the majority there. Like I, I don't, I don't. I'm not born in a cycle where it's like, hey, listen, yo, you already, you're, you're destined to lose. Mm-hmm. You're destined to lose. Like you're black, so you, you pretty much you have a like you, you're behind the whole competition. And if you fail, it makes sense. I think here, people who are born here, um, it's been so many decades of them being beaten down and oppressed by. Even still, like in politics, yeah. that I think it's used to create these areas. I won't say excuses, but these. This is where you get systematic or systemic oppression, right? Where it's like, yo, even if they're, they don't have you in chains, they have these systems that's made for you not to win. So if you don't win, you have a couple of reasons. It's like the post game interview. I could say A, B, C, D, and E why I didn't win. When most immigrants come over here. If you didn't win, you didn't do it. There's You can't blame anything else. And this else. is the thing. As much as people want to say, oh, my God, America, we had racism, whatever. Yeah, I'm not saying that there weren't terrible things that didn't occur in the past. But what I am saying is that we have more opportunity here than other places. This is why immigrants come here, can't speak a lick of the language, can't do anything, and they're, they're able to make their way. Or if not, they have children here and they force them to do something. My dad came here in the 80s. Drove a cab in New York City, in Brooklyn, got robbed plenty of times. Uh, uh, he got robbed multiple times. He got attacked. He went into a cast, whatever it is. He did all that to provide a better life for me and my mom. He wasn't going to let us fail. And now my sister's in med school. You know, we're, we're, I, I, had done a, I was a special agent with Homeland Security for a while. And then I resigned, and now I'm doing the podcast thing. And I would not have this deep appreciation for the opportunities and situations I've had here in the United States had it not been my dad Constantly telling me you're in the best country in the world. You're in the United States. You could be back in Sudan, being yeah. poor, whatever it is. And I was like, damn, I can't take this for granted. But here in the States, people that have been here for a few generations, they don't understand the blessing that they have. So they're fucking pussies. Oh, well, I'm not where I want to be because of racism and because the man is holding me down and all this other fuck shit. No, bro, you're a fucking bitch. You're lazy. You are where <laughs> you're not where you want to be because you're soft. Here's the thing, Yo, man. The average just, American, nah, because I'm a, I don't care anymore. I'm gonna say this shit. The average American is obese, doesn't have a thousand dollars in a fucking savings account, and thinks that the world's out to get him. Last time I checked, I'm not trying to be the fucking average guy. I'm trying to be above average. To be above average, you cannot have a victim mindset, and you need to count the blessings you do have instead of the blessings you don't have. Here in the United States and Western countries in general, everyone wants to be a fucking bitch. This is why so many guys are mediocre. They're soft. They don't have a spine. They let these women fucking bully. Them 
them. I'ma say what I want, nigga. And they be like, uh, no, man, you gotta look that bitch back in the face. Shut the fuck up. Who are you talking to? Like that. When yeah. that girl was trying to uh, uh, cuss out Fresh just now, bro. I can't take you serious. You got three chins. Fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I'm not going to let no fucking Oompa Loompa talk shit to flesh like that, bro. And she's trying to keep it race. Y'all are racist. Y'all are coons. Bitch, we ain't going to talk about race. We going to talk about how you haven't ran a race because you're huge. <laughs> yo, Goddamn. Yo, yo, you, you, you know what's so funny? And, and by the way, yo, I encourage, you know, um, when people get at some of like, you know, even like how you guys think. And that's what I was saying. I, I lump myself into it because... You know, I've seen like, for example, I don't know if you know t who Tariq Nasheed is. And I think even that dude, that, that Shabazz dude, I think I, I've seen people try to sum it up to be like, yo, this is why this is some of the problem in the black community is because these people who are immigrants or from immigrant families, they don't know the black experience in America. I don't know. So they so they come here and they're so ignorant and they basically when they have platforms, they're not like, you know, kind of on you ever heard on code you get me and um i always i always suggest that especially like you know black americans you got to travel across the world Absolutely. you know i grew up in jamaica like yo know, i love when people are like yo it's so bad here and i'm always looking at it, i'm like yo this is a this is the best we got unless you go to mars there's yeah. nowhere better yo, and here's the other I, thing too like i can't say yo People really don't know that this is the fucking yeah. best. Bro, yo, if you if they you, have been out the U.S. Bro. Yo, 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 it, it, play this. Uh. If in yo, it's a luxury to be sitting here and be like, yo, why is the cop talking to him like that? This, <laughs> yo, in a in a foreign country or actually not fucking foreign, in Jamaica, right? When the cop comes, it's not. Listen, he does what he wants. He's the law. He grabs you, slaps the shit out of you while asking you questions. Yeah, he's not fucking talking to you in a nice tone. He doesn't want to write a fucking report. Yo, she called me here. What are you doing? Did you beat her? What you do? Slapping the shit out of you. He's being, He's trying to beat your ass that he's going to deliver justice on the street. It's part of the society there. Is it right? No, but what I'm saying is that we're in this country now where it's like, yo, let's go fucking protest. There's no fucking protest for that guy. Yeah. Just got your ass beat. Yo. Your jaw is like fucking like, you know what I mean? Like dislocated. I'll never forget, right? I came here six years ago to America. Bro. I was driving through the, the, the hood. This guy showed me the hood, right? I was like, this is the hood? This is poverty? Or oh, this is heaven? Because back in Barbados, bro, you're on the street, nigga. You got a house. You got housing, housing projects. You got people paying for your rent. Nigga, in Barbados, you don't got none of that shit. That being said, I'll never forget, bro. I, I had a job at Chick-fil-A, right? And it was a bunch of us employees there. And there's this white dude, uh, this white chick, and then like three other black people on the team, right? So we're all working really hard, working extra time, and like, not stay for like promotions, right? So, mind you, we're working overtime. These dudes are just showing up late, doing whatever. They got promoted. Two of them, two of the black people that were like, yo, like, this is unfair, blah, blah, blah. It's racial. They're racist. I'm like, okay, I can either complain or do better. Mind you, my thought process is, this is a job. I'm working here. I'm, I'm going to do better things than this job. Long story short, five years later, bro, they're still working there. And I made a way for myself by not being a victim mindset. So it's like, bro, you got a choice to make. Either stay where you're at, complain. Or do better and improve. Look, and I, I want to say one thing too yeah. is like this isn't just like I want to like that whole mindset thing I'm talking about. That's just something that in, in the United States in general, irregardless of race, whether you're Hispanic, white, whatever, a lot of people are just lazy and mediocre. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, a lot you, of people are. You obese, guys have used a term together. You guys have used a term really for like you know, I, I guess like you know making excuses. I, I, I've heard you guys say it a couple times like like resist the slave, resist the slave mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Andrew Tate. Yeah, salute to my man Andrew Tate. Right. Yeah, and, and um, like. When, 
when you guys are mentioning like you know kind of like being victims and everything like that do, do you feel like is is just set up here for when you fail you're supposed to just make this a bunch of excuses rather than take accountability it it is in a way you have a choice to make at the end of the day and look am i saying that it's easy to break the cycle no it's not i've not personally been through it so i can't say if it's easy or not but i'm gonna say this if you see other people making it that are black successful why can't you make it? I don't give a fuck. There's no excuse to be poor in the United States. If you're a man, an able-bodied man, <laughs> and you're poor living in the United States, you're a fuck up and you deserve to get made fun of because we have so many opportunities here to become successful, so many ways to make money. We have the internet. We have, you have, a bro, you could drink clean water. Like, I don't think people understand how that's a gift in itself. We are so focused, especially here in the United States, on looking at things that don't necessarily, we look at the micro instead of the macro. Oh my God, oppression, this is fucked up, blah, blah, blah. And they have that victim mindset instead of thinking like, yo, yeah, so I need to make something of myself. I got the opportunity of a lifetime. Bro, when I was, let me tell you something, man. Why I have such a, 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 um, a disdain for people that don't um, accept the blessings that they have living here. I never told this story. When I was, a, when I was an agent working with uh, Homeland Security Investigations, right? I, uh, I did a lot of uh, investigations involving human smuggling. Yeah. And human smuggling, just in short for you guys to know, is basically when, you know, organized criminal, uh, organized criminal organizations basically facilitate the smuggling of illegal aliens into the United States. Most of the aliens that come into the United States come in through Mexico, okay? And when they come in through Mexico, they use a lot of unsafe measures to bring the people into the United States, whether it's trucks in the back of cars, put, put them in the hood, put them in the trunk, whatever it may be. I've seen several dead illegal aliens trying to come into the United States or migrants, whether they drowned out at, uh, out at sea, trying to come here on a boat from the Bahamas, or getting crushed uh, while being in a windjammer of a truck, or being left in the back of a, of, a, of a truck bed, right, in 120 degree weather in San Antonio and dying. I've seen all these people die in the pursuit of the American dream. These people were willing to put everything on the line, spend all their money to get into the United States, and, they, and it wasn't even guaranteed just for the opportunity to have that we all squander here and cry on the fucking internet. The man's holding me down. Shut the fuck up, bro. There's people that are dying to come to this country. I've seen their faces. I've seen them dead out in the brush. I've seen them dead in the back of the bed of the trucks. I've seen them dead in the trunk of the cars from heat exhaustion or whatever, trying to get here to make a better life for themselves, whether it was one member of the family that went and spent all his savings to get here so that he could send the money back to his family, or it was a family of five or six crossing into the uh, crossing together, getting killed by coyotes out in the desert. There are people that are literally sacrificing every, everything to come here, and we're over here crying about opportunities that we squander and that's why i have no sympathy for anyone that's able-bodied in the united states that's a bum saying it's the man it's not me so shut so, the fuck up so what some people would say they would say hey listen well again it goes back to you guys being you know immigrants in a way because if if your family right if mm -hmm. generations and generations of your ancestors that got brought here in slavery built this country and everybody else has all these things and you're starting off like uh, uh, centuries later in maybe like close to where you were centuries back then, it's not fair, right? Like, do you understand that point? No, I get that. But we have things in place now that are, are helping people that were discriminated against in the past get ahead. Nowadays, if you're colored 
or you're a woman or whatever it is, you are uh, jobs are incentivized to hire you, especially in places where it's dominated by what? White men, right? Law enforcement, engineering, etc. All these job markets, right, that are male dominated are incentivized to hire minorities and women. So and we've talked about this, too, because a lot of women complain about the wage gap. Oh, my God, women make less money because uh, the, the wage gap myth because of gender. No, there's not a wage gap b- because of gender. There's a wage gap because of choice. And this has debunked, been debunked a million times that women earn less than men on average, not necessarily because of they have a vagina and they have a dick. No, it's because women make choices and the choices they make tend to deal with. They want to do jobs that deal with people that inherently pay less social work, teachers. Uh, you know, caring for people, etc. Whereas men tend to be more interested in things. They want to go into science, technology, engineering, and math. And they also work more dangerous jobs. Men work more hours on average. So the opportunities the, the, are there. Let me ask you a question. Go Does ahead. so for the same? And, and I've seen that, but they they put the stat across to say, well, for the same job. So if you have two, I don't know, systems engineers, mm-hmm. right? And one's a male and one's a female. The starting pay with similar background and degree for the male is going to be slightly higher than the female. Well, that could be also explained because women tend to be more agreeable in general. Women don't fight for higher wages like men do a lot of times. Mm. Because like men are far less likely to be agreeable when it comes to salary. They're more willing to negotiate. Women are less willing to negotiate. And there's a bunch of biological reasons for that. But in general, most women are, men are considered to be the breadwinner of their family. Typically, they have they, they have to be the, the provider. So they're more willing to negotiate for higher wages. And men in general are willing to deal with confrontation, whereas women, women tend to not. And this is obviously just, you know, it's from biological yeah, yeah, yeah. background. It is what it is. But when you actually... Compare apples to apples and you compare because the wage gap myth comes from the concept of all working men versus all working women. But they don't account for jobs. They don't account for uh, hours, experience, uh, um, degrees held, etc. They don't account for all these other things. But when you account for that, there's actually some situations like Google, Google, for example, where they found that the women actually earned more than men. And then on top of that, women are more incentivized to work these jobs that are male dominated because of affirmative action. So. It's not that women get paid less because they're women. Women get paid less because they take more vacation time. They tend to have children. They tend to uh, not uh, push for higher wages like we discussed before. So there's a bunch of situations why women earn less. And then as a matter of fact, just to bring it all the way home, uh, shout out to Jordan Peterson. He talked about this in Scandinavian countries where it's the most egalitarian, the most equal across the board. It shows the wage gap is even further because the women really do what they want to do which is what? Social work, nursing. They want to get into jobs that deal with people versus the men get into jobs that deal with things. Oh. The science, technology, engineering, and math, which typically pays higher. You know, the market dictates who gets paid the most based on the skills. And then also, let's deal with the elephant in the room. Women don't want to work dangerous jobs. They want to work in an air-conditioned location that is less strenuous. It is what it is, bro. Let's keep it all the way 1,000. You know what I'm saying? Men work more dangerous jobs. They work the construction. Hey, they take more on. risk. All right, all right. Okay. No, you, you know what's so funny about, like, the... the it's all about delivery because yeah. that's true. Yeah, it's all facts. However, when you say Feminist it, gonna cry. Oh, when you say it, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, woke Twitter is like, I don't like it. That yeah. sounds a little bit misogynistic right there. Like, wait, mm, you know, it's like, do, do you ever think about changing the delivery? No. Fuck them. I say what I want, say it how I say it. Like, like, like you know what I'm saying? the same shit, right? But like, yo, you know what? Let me say it maybe in a joke format that you could understand it better and not get offended. Here's because, the thing. Because I think what, like, you know, I watch you, sh- you guys show a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And I'll just start seeing, like, around the hour, <laughs> two-hour mark, their faces are just like this. And, so like, I think a lot of them now, they get it. So they're not going to go back and forth. But they don't even want to engage anymore. They're yeah. shut down. They're like, they're like, like so, but if, 
if maybe it was like delivered in a more sociable, palatable way, they'd, they'd be like, oh, okay, we could still, you know, whatever, whatever, and keep like having that discussion. You, the way you, the way you present it, it's like <laughs> you either got to come back with the facts straight up, or you're gonna be in your feelings. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Women tend to pick the latter because when you just present these facts, a lot of them get mad because. What I've come to realize, especially from the podcast, women are rarely cha challenged on their belief systems, which a lot of them are founded on, you know, feministic ideologies that just don't hold true. So and they don't adhere to biological truth. So it is what it is, man. Like when I, this, you know, get, provide these facts, a lot of women don't like it because they don't like the way it makes them feel versus the fact that it is true because women live in a feels before reels type world yeah. it, that's just they're 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 dominated by their emotions they're not necessarily logically sound like men are hey and speaking about dominated by emotions right yeah it's interesting when you guys went viral <laughs> it was automatically assumed right and, and i didn't see anyone use like maybe clips of maybe you guys stating this but because you guys had some criticisms or mm -hmm. not criticisms you guys made a joke right people only saw that that was obviously, it, it, it made sense to go viral because after the Asian doll thing, yeah. right? You know how the internet works. That was, that was funny how that happened, by the way. Yeah, Do people know the story? Uh, Well, no. Go ahead. Real quick. Just, I'll, just, I'll just say it because a lot so, of people got confused. I'll start off. Go ahead. So basically, you know, I'm in the club networking, meet people. Yeah, so, how'd you meet Asian doll? So get this, right? My booby trap, you know, booby trap on the river. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yeah. So um, you're just in the club, cooler. In the club, cool. Well, yeah, I'm in the club with, 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 with Walt over here. This dude looks like Robocop, man. You don't drink, you don't smoke. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's in there. Even, he don't even got a dance move. He's not Millie rocking nothing. Like, you got to get a two step or something, Where brother. Is networking yeah, so he's just, yo, he's, he's, there, he's just scanning the room, like, you know. All right, so, so you're there. So I'm there, right? And I run into Taliban Duda, right? He's okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Dope artist. Salute to Taliban. Yeah, Shout out to him. His, I'm Teddy, all those people there. So I am I see him. I say, yo, what's up, bro? And I see Israel next to him, her manager. Really? Like, yo, we see your show, bro. Shit, shit is lit. You know what? Yeah, y'all should come on, man. Like, we got you. Promote your stuff. You know, I want Asian Doll on. So you can tell her, tell her story. Did like, she understand or, like, kind of know about your show? Or did her manager know? Her manager showed her the page. And mm. She kind of, like, like, saw it. Oh, she probably saw the numbers. And it's like, oh, come on. Ching, ching. This is, like, free promo, right? But that's lit. Yeah. So, but I mean, she was dancing, doing her thing. She was just in her zone. She said, "Yeah, I'm down." So, you know, I took her manager's number. We spoke for a little bit. And um, how quickly after you met her did she come on? Like probably like the next day. Oh shit! Yeah. Quick turnaround. So they were in Miami type shit. Yeah. Bet. But she was there there for like two days or something like that. So she had to leave the next day. So mind you, her, her manager, uh, I think it's Quavo's assistant too. Anyway, long story short, um, he pulls up. She doesn't show up right away. So we're like, "Yo, where's she at?" Oh, so did you guys set a time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, you know, I, and I've told you guys this because, by the way, when I went to to, to Miami and I came to you guys' studio, we're, we're doing a bunch of interviews, right? Yeah. You guys quickly realize that, yeah, the time I tell you guys, I'm going to show up at that time, but then we're going to be on the waiting time for the rappers. rappers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, you know, uh, I think we may have had, like, one person, like, one Kodak person. showed Kodak right showed up on time. time. Right Kodak up on showed up on time. Early, yeah. On point. Yeah. I was surprised. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, Kodak showed up on time. Yep. Fuck. He actually came monkey. early. Yeah. But but then there were other people who like Super you know <laughs> like we're there and we're calling them waking them up yeah like yeah. six nine was yeah. that right so so you guys are kind of used to this are you guys taking this into like you know just into your mindset to say well if we tell her to show up at seven she might show up at nine 
Yeah, I didn't take it personal. I was surprised. I didn't think she was going to come. Yeah, at all. Yeah, so, so he tells me last minute, hey, she's actually here. Because we were already two hours into the show. Two hours in. And mind you, we had a girl there that was constantly interrupting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had told her like six or seven times, yo, please stop over-talking. Because they would have like little sidebar conversations, like talking, like whispering or whatever. But people can hear the mic. Because a lot of yo. these girls aren't aware of how podcasts work. They think they could have sidebars yo. without people hearing. <clears throat> I'm glad you so said I that. So I warned her. Like, glad please you stop like seven times, bro. Um, for our last, I believe the last episode of the year before yeah. I did the wrap up, we used the studio over there and we had like three girls on. Yeah. Now, when you guys do the show, you guys have sometimes 10 to yeah. 12. Yeah. All the mics are hot. It's not like we're doing push to talk type shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So all the mics are hot. These are shores. Like you guys have these two. Yep. They they, 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 they won't pick up everything, but 12 of them in a fucking like, you know, a square table, you'll pick up a lot. Guess what the feedback I got from that episode was? Only with three girls. Because a lot of times they were laughing at jokes that are interacting off mic. It's so difficult. And I've been I've been broadcasting professionally for like a fucking decade now. Yeah. I hate dealing with amateurs. Yeah, bro. Because they don't realize We do it every night. They, they don't realize this is the only way to talk to them. Yep. Facts. And me thinking that everything, because we have mics and nice cameras and lights, everything is captured? No. So I don't even know how you guys do it, but I'm, I'm really trying to like give the audience, like, I've tried to put, like, if you guys wonder why sometimes I do solo episodes, because when people aren't broadcasters or podcasters, they fucking, they think they're funny till they're on the microphone. Yeah, bro. They don't know how to position their voice they don't know how to uh, um make sure every comment is being heard by the audience it's shitty for the audience yeah so you guys are dealing with this every day 12 women or like sometimes 10 8 whatever and they're entitled and they're arrogant yeah. and they're miami chicks they think they're the shit so it's like and we all know about you know how a lot of girls have overinflated egos i won't even get into that so this girl i warned her like six or seven times yo stop interrupting so i tell her like the six or seven time yo stop i've been telling you this so asian doll steps in and says Yo, you're mean. And I was like, and I like stopped the show. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, let me, hey, you came here two hours late. You don't understand what was happening. I told her six or seven times prior not to do this. And then I'll, then conversation done, right? I was like, all right, cool. And then we continue. I go to get my water. She goes, mean ass nigga underneath her breath. And I was like, excuse me? And then that's when we we had the little situation. She yeah. said, I don't give a fuck, blah, blah, blah. And she was very disrespectful, bro. And then, and then I said, at that point, well, you can leave. And then her manager was there. And the only reason I was like, you know what? Out of respect to to Fresh, because he brought them here, they were his guests. I said, I'm a chill. I ain't gonna, you know, turn up in this thing like like that. Yeah, because, because also you're thinking about like his, his reputation. It's, it's, yeah, because you know, Fresh he's, does he's, a lot of yeah. work behind the scenes, so I'm not gonna make him look bad. So like, so I'm like, whatever. So I'm like, I gotta piss anyway. So I get up and I go piss, right? And then I come back like a minute or two later, they're gone. They left. They they could see that they were unwelcome and they left, and that's fine. So the next day, Shay Room posts about it and makes it look like. Like, I was talking to her when in reality I was talking to the other girl and then Asian Doll just intervened on something she had no idea about. And then she goes and says, I was just defending a black woman, right, on Twitter, which is, and then and then that's when... She played to the perfect narrative that exactly. Twitter could ride for. Hold on, they, they did get a little bit angry that, that you guys, that you told her, like, you could leave. Because I think what a lot of people were saying on social media is like, well, she's your guest. So, you know, like, you know, despite whatever, whatever, you're not supposed to talk to her like that. And and, and I guess this is this is the question actually I wanted to ask you before. He does a lot of networking. Yeah. If you think just random women who think they're the shit yeah. feel entitled, a fucking F-less rapper. Yeah. With like zero hits. That's what I'm saying. If they got a chain on, 
they think they're the shit. Yeah. They're walking into that shit like they're walking on clouds. Yeah. So now, of course. You're, so, so you guys from time to time. Here's, here's the reason why it, it was, because I played the entire situation, because Shade Room only showed a port, part of it, and they blurted out all the swears. Yeah. So the people weren't able to get the context of how disrespectful she really was. So um, so she comes on, she well, thinks whatever. When well, she came I, on. I think I think opposite, though. I think I know you did, but you're, no, no, that's no, no. because. No, no. I think even if the words were there, it would have the same reaction. I'm going to give you an example. We could even go back to the, the situation, even with that girl. Remember when the girl with the gun, whatever? Yeah. There is an established, like, kind of, it's like modus operandi yeah. of a woman could say anything to you. Yes. Yo, you 100%. a bitch. You probably have a little dick. Yep. You a F word. Say anything to you, right? Yep. The moment you look at her and sternly say, shut the fuck up. Yep. You're the bad you, guy. You are out of bounds. Why is he talking to her like yep. that? That's And that's what I'm saying. Like, we so live so in a world. Things I'm, I'm like, yo, once, it's all about, I think, it's all about, you know, you, you know, it goes back, go back to that Jay-Z clip. We're like, shorty's doing, she's hitting him with like a 19-piece combo. Yep. If he had went like this and pushed yeah. her off, yo, what's wrong with them? Yep. So, like, what do you think about th that type of... This, this, and that's what I'm saying. We live in a clown world. Like, men cannot stand up to the female fuckery in, in, the, in, in the West in general. Like, she comes on our platform. Here's the other thing, too. I made sure to show the entire thing before. We gave her... A, we fixed her up a drink. We rolled a red carpet out for her. As soon as she came, even though she came late, hey, tell us about your music. Tell us what you got going on. Plug your stuff. And here's the thing. They're saying, oh, Asia Doll doesn't need you. Yo, we get 22 plus fucking million views a month. Their YouTube channels don't do that, those kind of numbers. We do crazy numbers when it comes to views. So it's a lot of exposure for her hey, as hey. well. I, I, so I, I, Listen, yeah, go ahead. Asian Doe is a rapper who has 200,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. That's what I'm saying. I want to put this in perspective, okay? Yeah. Listen, you have, like, I, who I don't even consider myself a musician, like, or full-time. Last time I dropped a song literally yeah. was years ago. Yeah. I have, like, 70,000. The point is, she's not that big of a rapper. No, 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 of course. <laughs> so, of so, course. It's like, so it's like, when you say someone, that, Asian doll needs any fucking platform yeah. with a thousand people watching. And, and, that's, and that's my thing. That's is a fact. Because people like, were trying to. Like, what are they talking about? Because people were coming to us saying, you like, know what the funny thing is? yo, y'all need her. And I was like, no, we don't. Yo, like, she's not in our niche whatsoever. We're showing her love. We're yo, showing her love. You know love. what the funny thing is? Like, everybody turned into Asian doll fans after she, like, turned the narrative as I'm defending the black woman. Yes. Usually on social media, they're like, yo, stop with this Queen Von shit. Or, they're usually getting at her. But for that one day, she aligned with the narrative that everybody could ride for. And, and here's the funny thing. So so that happens, right? So we, we showed her mad love. That's why when she acted like that, I gave that response because we had shown her crazy love. And she came late and was still acting that way. So out of respect to Fresh, I didn't say nothing. But I was, you know what I'm saying? Like I wanted them all out, but they left. They cut. They read. They read between the lines. I went. I got up. I got up. Went to the bathroom. Came back. They were gone. It is what it is. I don't even really. That's not a big deal. My thing is the next day she tried to play that narrative. I was helping this black woman, right? When in reality, if you go back and look at her tweets, she has a bunch of racist tweets saying oh, way yeah, more stuff on that. black women. <laughs> nobody care about that. Yeah, yeah. But nobody <laughs> cares about that. They want the. And, and, and by the way, like you know, like you know, Asian doll. Um, I was actually gonna bring her on the podcast to really talk about you know just like her actions. Yeah. Um. For whatever reason, like, which I don't know if she didn't know too much about off the record or maybe the guy I hit up, they were like, oh, um, if you're like fresh and fit, we're good. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I guess she didn't know. But, yeah, she violated, bro. So, like, I put my foot down because she was disrespecting us on a platform bad. Oh, 
I don't care, nigga, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I was like, what the? Like, yo, this is how you treat. And here's the other thing, too, what people don't understand. We don't run our podcast like everybody else. We don't need to kiss our ass. We don't need musicians on whatever. We have our own platform. We have our own audience. It is what it is. So Most we're a Nelson you Approved you, podcast. We don't need her there. So I'm not going to sit there and kiss her ass like these other podcasters. Like, oh, she's the guest. You should whatever. Bruh, I don't let anybody disrespect us. And I've kicked guys off the show. I've kicked women off the show. The difference is this. When you tell a guy to get off the show, he understands there's always that potential of violence and men act accordingly. They leave. They respect yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But women, gonna they're going to act crazy. Instantly, right? They act crazy because they know that there's no real threat of violence against them because we ain't going to touch her. So that's why they act crazy like Yo, that. Yo, but you've put up with a lot, man. I've seen a few clips, and like, you know, because they were trying to come up with like a super, like a super cut of like the people you've like kicked out. Yeah. And I've seen a girl like fucking step on your foot. Yeah. One girl try to spit on you. Yeah. Like, and then These all girls those- are out of line, bro. It's crazy. And, and that's what it is. Like, I'm trying to say like, like. Women in general in the West like don't respect men. They come on our platform. We give these chicks a platform. We treat them well. We even give them warning before every show, bro. We give them the same exact talk. You've been there. Yeah, yeah. Chris tells the girls, hey, please talk into the mic. Don't disrespect the host. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't talk over the mics, blah, 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 blah. Show and they Chris. still act crazy and we kick them out and then they try to make a scene or whatever. So it's very apparent that a lot of regular chicks just don't respect dudes in general. Okay. Do you think that you should have a different tone when talking to dudes Versus women Because And I'm gonna use A personal situation here Right I always say There's always There's one rapper a month A new rapper per month That beefs with me Yo mm-hmm. acts a bitch Might be for sales Might be like Something I did I go at everybody With the same vitriol mm-hmm. I keep it like I'm, I'm, I'm sh- Like I'm shooting Like you know what I mean if, if, if I got a gun I'm loading the same bullets For everybody Right yep. I'm not like Yo sure. Yo you get the airsoft bullets Yo you're gonna get The fucking Like 762s You're getting the not. No Everybody gets the same thing Yeah I'm going at Freddie Gibbs Daily Whatever <laughs> Nicki Minaj Says some crazy stuff to me And I respond to Nicki Minaj I'm like Yo look how he talks to women And I'm like Should we as men Change how like because I know I know it's whole equality stuff, but you you, you know it's funny. Kinda, I didn't it, even care about Asian doll. You got to handle it with kid gloves. Her, her manager is who pissed bit. me off. I didn't even care about Asian really? doll because women always act crazy, bro. Women always act crazy. But out of respect for Fresh, I was like, I, I'm not gonna mess anything up. So I, that's why I got to. But it was the manager that got me mad because he was saying he some stuff on the side like, oh, she ain't gotta go nowhere. I was like, what? Like, yeah. but uh, that, that's I got up and I walked away, and then when I came back, they were gone. But I don't care because here's the thing: I'm so used to the fuckery of women. In in uh, in the wet like just well, how women you think you got to call him a little bit though. That, 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 I guess that's what I'm trying to say because she because acted that, the way she did because of the manager that was there. I, real talk, I was looking at him the whole time. I didn't give a fuck about Asian doll, bro. She she a woman. She can't do nothing to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I was looking at this dude. I was like, bro, like what's going on here? And that's why I said, Walt. And he was like, Hey man, whatever. And he tried. He calmed it. He diffused it. And I and I allowed that to happen because I was like, if I turn up, then it, there's no going back. And I know Fresh had been like, you know, networking, doing his thing. I didn't want to make him look bad. So I was like, yo, out of respect for Fresh, I'm going to walk away from this situation. And What's the ramifications and like, you know, the 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 after effects of that for you? Because you're always out. You're yeah. talking to people, right? Because you I'm know, you're, you're using also like maybe one guy knows the DJ of someone and then the same guy might know the manager of someone else. You're in the club. You see that guy. You see him with so-and-so. You make a connection. How does that? Because now you guys will go viral. Right yeah. now, like I'm pretty sure you're not even used to getting on live like you did before, and like you just have a chick just ready to hate, like just first person you add, fuck you, yeah. motherfucker, like you know what I mean? She was waiting, yeah, waiting, right? So when you go out now, is it like 
after interactions like that, you're a little bit more like cautious and nervous because you don't know how people might might receive you at that point. Uh, well, I would just say this regarding the outside world and actually being in a club scene and you know outside the studio, it's a little bit more like connected because Miami is very small, so everyone knows everybody. Young Money, Tory Lanez, Sway Lee, all these groups features people, Drake, they're all like intermingling in some form or fashion. So like after that whole event that occurred, it's kind of like okay. Most people are still cool with me because like they know who I am as a person and they know what we're about. So they're still, they're still fuck with us. Some people are like, "Yo, y'all those like racist guys? Oh, I can't fuck with." Cola Ray definitely DM Jazz. She yeah. was not she, fucking with y'all, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cola yeah. Ray DM'd him and was like saying some random Just shit. Like, every, like, like fuck you and fuck everything that you, you stand for. And I was like, bro, I didn't even know who she was, bro. Yeah. I was like, what but, the hell? And then someone told me, "Oh, yo, she's a rapper." Blah blah blah. I was like, I'll, I'll never forget. Right? I was in story with uh, features people. Right. And this girl was 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 with, chilling with us, and my boy was like, "Yo, this is fresh." He runs the podcast, fresh and fit, with his boy. He's like, she's like, "Oh, I know that nigga. He hates black women." I'm like, "Here we go." Mind you, she don't know me. She just saw a clip. She's judging us off rip. So some people have their mind made up already. That hey, these niggas are so and so. But people actually know us. They're like, "Yo, these niggas are cool." Like they just said something crazy, blah blah blah, making jokes. Ninety nine percent of our detractors don't even watch our content, and they not only it. that, they're not even our target audience. Bingo. So, that, so the, I was ha- so the same person I'm having this long conversation with, right? Yeah. Um, about like, oh well, you know, I think it's it's, it's like it's, these guys just don't get it. They don't get a black experience, blah blah. I also said because we got to the point of asking and talking about cancellation, yeah. right? And I said, well, the person said the only thing that that's they have going for them just don't have a big sponsor. And if they had a big sponsor, they would immediately get dropped. Right. But they're definitely going to be canceled. And I said to them, I said, listen, the, the reason why I think this is going to be ineffective is that you can't cancel something you didn't build. And I guess this is the question I'm going to ask you guys, because I said it to them. I said, I think people are now seeing these guys and probably thinking that they're trying to capitalize off the hip hop audience, not knowing that they already have an audience yeah. that necessarily might not give a fuck about what's going on in hip hop. Like yeah. I, I've watched you guys. I don't even think you, your biggest views come from having rappers. No, rappers, bro. we actually get the least views when we bring least. rappers on. So, yeah. To be so, honest. So explain, explain your audience. And then when, when you hear people say, yo, cancel, I got some for this. What does that make you? think? So, yo, real talk. When all these people come over and say, cancel them, blah, blah, blah. The first thing I say, LOL, you must be new here on this side of the internet where we keep it real. We've built our platform off of talking about these uncomfortable truths when it comes to intersexual dynamics, talking about men and women, Money. dating, etc. We've been doing this for over a year, talking about this type of content, male self-improvement, whatever. It's basically a locker room podcast for guys, for self-improvement. Yeah. So when the, the, you know, and honestly, we talk about a lot of things that, like I said before, we don't want our guys to be normal. We want our guys to be above average. We don't want to be the average America that's uh, American that's obese, sad, uh, using excuses for their failures, no, doesn't have $1,000 in savings account, living with their mom, doing drugs. We want the guys that follow us to become better men. So we tell them, yo, resist the slave mind. Do not be like the status norm where everyone else is on a victim mindset. So when people come over to our stuff and say, you guys are going to get canceled, blah, blah, blah. Nine out of 10 times, I'll be honest with you, this is the demographic. It's an obese African-American woman. Nine out of 10 times. And I say, LOL, you must be new here because we don't make content for you guys. We don't give a fuck what you think. And I think quite that, frankly, I think more upset. and they can go suck a dick because here's the reality. They come over to look at our stuff 
And we don't make content for y'all. So we're not going to change how we make our content because of your feelings. You can go suck a fucking dick. No one cares. We care about our audience. We care about men. We care about helping guys become better. And for men to become better, here's the stark difference between men and women. Men have to live in a fact-based reality to get to where they want to get. They have to know you can't be a fat piece of shit. You can't make excuses. You can't have the victim mindset. You got to get in shape. You got to get your life in order so that women respect you. Women, on the other hand, get the privilege of living in a Disney fairy tale. And I don't care what they say. This is why we got women out here that are fucking beluga whales like, like this bitch that called Fresh having the audacity to talk shit to him. Why? Because we coddle women and we rarely hold them accountable for their bad decisions. If woman is fat, annoying, crass, uh, speaks like a sailor, etc. No one tells her, shut the fuck up, you're fat, you're annoying, you need to become more ladylike. No one says that because if you tell a woman that there are standards and you need to act feminine, whatever, they're going to look at you like, misogyny. But when let a guy be broke or be a bum, you a broke-ass nigga. We don't bat an eye to that. So here's my thing. Men have to live in a fact-based reality, and slowly but surely, women are going to start to realize if they watch us, because we keep it real, they need to live in a fact-based reality if they want a husband. But women get the benefits up front. Because they're young and beautiful and they can get whatever they want when they're young and beautiful. But it's not until reality smacks them later on when they're in their 30s and they can't land that same guy that they could have landed when they were 21. So, my thing is this. I don't care about what the SJWs, the left, the liberals, the people in the, uh, you know, all the people that are mad at us, the, the, the so, people so that you, get offended. You, 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 don't, you don't care about later on that... Like maybe some the shade room has twenty some million people. Like, wouldn't you want some of them? And obviously, I know your audience is mainly towards dudes. Yeah. But would you want some of those people like on that side to take so your audience? So no, no, to take in your content and 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 listen to what you guys. Here's have to the say. beauty. There's a silent majority coming over to us because we're saying what a lot of guys wish they could say, yeah. but they're scared to say because they're going to get persecuted, canceled, fired from their job, whatever. So we say what most men wish they could say to a lot of these women, Actually, to a lot of these people. A because celebrities that you wouldn't even think of say with us, but they, they can't say it on public. Yeah, you know, so, so these these people that are coming over, and I'll just be honest, what is it? it? Most of the time, most of the hate that I get is coming from you know African-American women. That's not to knock them or anything like that, but what do they do? They say, they call me... Uh, Indian, you're a terrorist, yeah, you're whatever. a Paki, you're, uh, they call me the F word, F-A-G, they call me, uh, they send rainbow emojis, so they're saying that I'm racist for making a joke, Night Rider, ha ha ha, which I make jokes on everybody, but they're going to come and hit me with direct insults in a non-joking fa fashion and harassing me, they're going over to someone else that doesn't care about them and make insults on that person's Instagram or YouTube, tell me how, th that, that's crazy, wait, like wait. if I didn't like a content creator, like Lonnie Love for example, right, the real, they've made criticism videos on us, whatever, but I'm not going to go over to their Instagram page, to their YouTube, report them, talk shit, leave angry comments, because I don't give a fuck about what they do, but they, on the other hand, we make content not for them, but they're still coming over crying and complaining and trying it's to outrage report us. a little bit. It's outrage, bro, and they're trying to cancel. Fine, they could cancel, but we don't make content for you guys, so go suck a dick, ten toes down. We don't give a fuck what y'all think. So, so <laughs> it, it, by the way, you know which part of this like I also saw that was hilarious? Yeah. They assumed that because you said your preference wasn't necessary black women that your preference had to be white women and it's, it's constantly this you know pitting you know the races against each other yeah like well oh you clearly must like white women when you, your preference could have been like oh i like asians i should i like hispanics and it's always kind of like you know just this black versus white which which is kind of crazy i'll just deal with the elephant in the room is. black women are allowed to have preferences and voice them and uh, downright insult black men if they want Black men are not allowed to say, I want this and that if it's not black women and they're going to get made fun of, oh, respect our queens and all this other fuck shit. Bro, if you want to be able to say, 
I don't want to date a, a black dude or whatever. You want to date a white guy without any type of repercussions? Fine, that's fantastic. We should. We're not boycotting Serena Williams, but we will sit there and get mad at Chris Brown for dating light skins, you know, or Kodak saying I like red bones. We'll go after those guys because they're making it open on what they like. And here's the reality that really pisses them off. Women get mad when they forfeit leverage when it comes to dealing with certain men. And they don't like the fact that these higher status men don't need to tolerate their fuckery. They can go out of their race and deal with other women. And this is only a small percentage of men. Why do they care so much? They were tight that I think they feel like you guys summed up. Like, I don't think nobody likes ratchet women. Okay? Nobody but does. Actually, yeah. some hood dudes. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, some hood dudes. Like, they, yeah. they have some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they felt a certain way when they felt like you guys were basically labeling ratchet women as being black. Because there's ratchet white. like For I, sure. Like, there's a chick on you guys show recently. I think she was white. She's ratchet as hell. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I could be in the same room where for more than the like one, 20 the seconds. The one that was dating Blueface? Uh, yeah. yeah. Bro, wow. Ratchet. But see, but see, remember the context of the, of the, of the conversation. Blacks.com. What is that Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we said that. Dude, we don't date hood chicks no matter what race for the most part. Okay, so, but what is you guys' preference? Like, like, if you ask me what my preference is, I don't know if race necessary. Race probably is on it, but I think race is so far down that like I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't like fat chicks. I'm already a little big. I can't. We, we, what are we gonna do together? Like, come on now. Holy like, what are we gonna do together? You you should, I mean? Like, like again, again. It's just like, but but again, it, it's uh, it's a fat it's chick is the equivalent to a broke dude. I don't care. I'll say it. Nah, she some, failed. Nah, some dudes. She like failed, bro. Like BBW? Some, some nah, man. There are people that say, oh, I like, fa- I like, the guys that say I like fat chicks, bro, I always laugh. I'll be like, bro, if I gave you $3 million, a Lamborghini, and a blue check on Instagram, nigga, you would be fucking models. Get out of here. You don't like no fucking fat bitches, bro. Get the fuck out of here. That's cold. Hey, we're a cushion for the push. That's cold, man. Hey, you, man. You might do it on a slow Tuesday. No, I'm not going to lie. But you ain't one of my boys, like, drink. every day, bro. One of my boys, he got three fat baby models, but I ain't going to lie. They pay for everything. Oh, okay. They well, pay for everything, and they got good credit. Fat chicks got to bring extra value, I bro. I told you, bro. Niggas that they fat. Is, is fat chicks. A broke dude? Yeah. Pretty much. Bro, that's why I but was they, laughing. They when this chick was out here talking shit about fresh, I was like, bro, hold on, hold if on. If you hold look on. broke and dusty, it would got at you about that. But broke you know ass, bitch ass nigga. They compensate <laughs> by being fat with paying or like taking care of you. So it's love. So if you're broke, hey man, get a fat chick. Bro, I, people, I got a lot of heat for this too, but I'm going to say it. And what I'm going to say doesn't necessarily affect the people at the table, but I'm going to say it. Bro, if you're uh, 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 if you're a fat or ugly chick or whatever, and you have an opinion, no one gives a fuck, bro. <laughs> like no one cares about what these fat, ugly, walrus feminists gotta say. Nobody cares. That's like the equivalent to a dude. I smoke pot every day. I'm 19 years old. I don't make any money. I live with my mom. Let me give you an opinion. Everybody, like, shut your broke ass up. Go get a job, it's okay huh? to tell yeah. niggas to shut up for being inadequate. It's not okay to tell women to shut up for being inadequate. If you're a woman, right, and you're fat and ugly and you are not attractive. Well, you kind of failed in your main agency. Whether women want to accept it or not, their beauty is their primary agency. As a man, your success is your primary agency. If you're a woman and you make money, fantastic. It's an auxiliary to you. But guess what? It ain't going to land you a fucking man. If you don't believe me, look at Oprah. Look at all these women that are that are millionaires, etc. They stay single. Women that make more money tend to stay more single. And the reason for that is because men don't give a fuck how much money you make. The strong independent narrative is cap. Men want young Attractive, submissive women that comply with what they want, and women want assertive, dominant, confident men that know what the hell they want. We are designed to complement each other, not this fucking clown world where we try to say men and women are the same, we're equal. No, we're fucking not. But here, you know, in the United States and other Western countries, we try to sit here and, you know, put a fucking square peg into a round hole, like, yeah, let's make it work, let's make it work. Women are not built to be leaders, and quite frankly, if a woman it doesn't meet 
certain metrics, nobody cares what she thinks. Just like if a dude doesn't meet certain metrics, nobody cares what he thinks. So when this fat chick comes in trying to check fresh, like, you are a coon and you should be canceled, blah, blah, blah. All the hair is womp, 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 Fucking Brits go to Wendy's. Nobody cares what you got to say because you failed in your primary agency. You're fat. You're annoying, which is why you're over here talking shit on an IG Live. Bad bitches don't care about us saying we don't night ride in a joking manner. It's fat, unattractive women that we probably would never fucking deal with anyway that are crying. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you, bro. The bad bitches still, still coming through. Hey, but so but, but what's the preference? I, I'll tell you. So, so preference is a lot of things. Like, I don't like chicks. I can't fuck with weave, man. I can't fuck with, No, not weave. Wigs. I hate wigs. <laughs> I do. I hate wigs. Wig, yeah, yeah. And by the way, yeah. and, and, and act, that's not act, even a act, racial act, thing, too. Act, who, White women wear wigs. We're gonna get canceled. Like, who is, Black, who is Wigs? Nah, actually, predominantly. Both. Well, I've seen stats. Mm. Predominantly, who who is Wigs? I probably black woman. Now I can say a bunch <laughs> of other things that that. Now I'm not into Wigs, so I, listen. Yeah. I'm into natural beauty, brother. Yeah, I'm. I'm, and, and and you know what I'm realizing? I'm not into BBLs to wife. I will fuck on you, but I'm not wifing you. Like yeah. I like a natural girl, man. Just because, like, I can't like. I can't see a future with a chick who's like fucking, you know what I mean, just shooting shit up her ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this shit's just, you know what I mean? Again, these are preferences, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. talk about stereotypes real quick. Because he mentioned, yeah. you know, the wigs. Who, who, what are the stereotypes? Let's let's just deal, deal with the Oh, by the way, by the way, they always say, too, this is why women always say this to me. They're like, you know who wears the most extension? The Kardashians, this and third. So I fell back off at that point. I don't got stats. Yeah. I got to get my stats right. Like, okay. You. Yeah. They, so, they, so with the stereotypes, right? Like, the, the, what are the stereotypes? They say, oh, well, you know, black women are loud, obnoxious, blah, 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 all this other shit. I get it. Like, they're terrible stereotypes, you know? And But here's the thing. Unfortunately, whether we got to accept it, the reality. Stereotypes typically are rooted in fact a lot of the times, which is why I always say human beings, we're designed to not, like, we're designed to see you, make a quick assessment. It's a survival tactic. Is this person a threat or not? And preconceived stereotypes allow us to make a decision much faster when you meet someone, size them up and down. It's not my job as the assessor to sit there and give you the benefit of the fucking doubt. We live in this crazy woke culture where everyone thinks you should understand me and give me the benefit of the doubt. And you, you should understand and know. And I always tell motherfuckers, Hey, the world does not owe you understanding and racism is going to exist. People are going to be biased. It is what it is. Yo, it's on you to prove the stereotype wrong. Yo, yo, by the way, there's a funny joke about that. They're like, yo, listen, everybody's so woke now. They're like, yo, if you're walking down the street and you see a motherfucker in a hoodie, if you cross the street, you're racist. Yeah. But if you're at the bank, if you're at the ATM machine, and the motherfuckers in a hoodie walking up behind you while yeah. you're putting in your pin, and you just, and you fucking get the fuck one out of there, you're smart. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like in certain situations. So, you know, I, I, I get what you, and by the way, stereotypes are just part of life. I, I think when it just comes to, you know, yeah. like African Americans, like they look at some of these stereotypes as like, you know, things that have held them back. And it goes into like, you know, what you, what you might say is like, you know, the excuses. Yeah. And I want to say this too, because like I said before, like I can make all the excuses. After 9 11, my, my family was persecuted, bro. My mom covered her hair. Everyone was calling me a terrorist. I would go to school, Osama bin Laden. And then when they killed Hosan, uh, Saddam Hussein in the 2003, we got your, you got your uncle, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then uh, as I got older, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, you know, I was baggy clothes back, thing back then. I walk into a store, people thought I was going to steal whatever. So I got both sides because I'm black and I'm also Arab and I'm Muslim. So I got all of it. I could have sat there and been like, damn, bro, these people are oppressing me. This fucking sucks. And I can cry. Or I can go to school, go to the gym, speak better, dress better, convey myself a certain way. And I'm not doing it for society. I'm doing it for myself to become a better man in general. And then a byproduct of me becoming a better man, getting more educated, getting my fitness on point, etc., is people are now forced 
to fucking respect me versus them basing me off of a stereotype because they meet me, they shake my hand, they listen to me speak, and they have no choice but to accept the fact that I am not the stereotype. The problem is this. Motherfuckers don't want to perform and prove the stereotype wrong. They expect the world to understand them and accept them for however the fuck they come. And I'm here to bring you out to a reality check. Motherfuckers aren't going to sit there and accept you however you come, asshole. You have to improve to some degree. And you don't do it for the people. You do it for yourself. And a byproduct is the people fucking respect you. Because most people cannot sit there and self-improve and actually put the will in to destroy the stereotypes. They want to sit there and get the benefit of doubt. And the world doesn't work that way. No one owes you understanding. I could sit here and cry all day, but I'm not. I decided I'm going to do something about it instead of crying about it. Well yeah. said. Nah, as, as well said. Uh, shit, I forgot the point I was going gonna to fucking make. But like, Sorry, man. I've been going on rants this entire podcast. No, 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 no. I, well, well, this Myron Rant podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, no, no. I, I, I got to give the heat, bro, because we, we fucking love you, bro. So. Yeah, no, no, no. And by Pause, the way, no, I hope no, I don't yo. get you in trouble. Pause, no, I hope nah, I don't nah, get you in nah, trouble. Nah. Like, listen, <laughs> hey, listen. You, you know, I take the approach like this, man. You know, I always peek over it. You know what I mean? I'm going to just say, I don't think we're co-workers, but like, you know, uh, he also has a Spotify contract, Joe Rogan. I'm like, wait, Joe Rogan for what now? <laughs> oh, they're writing letters. Spotify still stand by? I bet. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll These are just our opinions, guys. These are yeah. not academics' opinions. These are our opinions. Mine, yeah. Myron Gaines, and me and Fresh are different people. Fresh is not as extreme as I am. Oh, he's this, much cooler than I am. Yo, so. this is what I was gonna say. Yeah. So, the detractors of your podcast would say this, and I think I think this is what a lot of women who come on your podcast are trying to say. You guys, in a lot of philosophy. An ideology that you're kicking, it's legit but dated, right? These days, women could be wives and have OnlyFans showing the pussy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's updated shit. It's updated shit. You know, so so it's like, yo, you guys, you guys want to go back in the fifties and like, you know, go back to when like women couldn't like have jobs and do whatever. These days, you could you could be sexually liberated, mm-hmm. be a wife. You could be a great mother. You could you could be everything. Well, you know? I can also be a genius retard. Oh wait, no, I can't. You know, like you know, here, fresh. See, you want to tackle the first and all? Here's the problem, right? <laughs> they want a gentleman treat them a certain way, be a certain type of guy, right? Without being a woman, a lady. So they want all the benefits of, of you being a man, without them being a lady. Look at this, Ding right? Game. Tell me how. I'm playing. I'm playing devil's ah, advocate. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no I'm playing devil's advocate. Wait, wait, hold on. Is it not being a lady just because she's getting naked on Instagram? Like, I, I, I've seen this before. Her body's an art. It's art. Here's the problem. I like these points. When you got niggas running through you, right, left, right, and center. When you got hell of people watching you online. Sexual liberties. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me finish, right? When you're at the club popping all these drugs and all this shit, and you're not a virgin anymore, it's kind of like you. Yo, you want all these benefits from your man, but you're not upholding your benefits. And look, I get it. It's sexual liberation. That's cool and all, but guess what? If you want these benefits from me as a man, at least have some of those qualities in, in, a, in a woman as well. And if you don't have that, you can't expect men to be, to be there for you. You can't. So you got a choice to make. Either you be a lady and you control yourself in the society that, that, that you're born in, or be a hoe, but expect a nigga's going to take you as a hoe. And that's it. Real talk, dude's just paying full price for used cars out here, bro. Yeah. So the modern modern way of how women, you know, are able to act is like, for example, I remember when it was kind of taboo for like women to even, you know, talk about her like kind of sexual escapades. Right. And it's just because not that they weren't having sex. You just didn't want people to know, like to the extent some things you wanted to keep private for you and your guy. Now, I remember when Twitter after dark started popping and you just see these girls just 
be typing out these fucking paragraphs about their dick, their head game. Like, yo, they sucking dick like this. They'll they'll even say like, yo, I just got my, I just got fucked by this guy. And I just remember saying like, yo, the world is definitely changing. I just don't know if, and I think this is where women, their issue is. They're thinking, you know, they the world has changed that they could do whatever. Yeah. But they're wondering what the change has become on the side for men. And here's the scary part. They don't know. And that, that's, they don't and that's, care to know. They, they don't know and they don't care to know. Because one thing I've noticed from our pod, and you know because you've come on a, a bunch of times, Zach. Like, when we ask girls, what do men really want? Nine out of ten times, they actually recite things that women want. Well, ambition, career, money, go-getter, blah, blah, blah. And what they don't realize is that men don't look for the same things in women that they look for. But here's the thing. So many women meet guys, and guys are trying to get laid. They're going to say what they need to say to get laid. So how do you appease to a woman's ego in 2022? Well, you got to tell her what she's good at. Oh, I like your career. Oh, you're getting the bag. You're on OnlyFans showing your butthole for $3.99 a month. Awesome. And they're saying that to almost, uh, how do I say this? They're validifying her poor decisions in life that will make her a terrible mother and a terrible wife, but they're doing it for the purpose of getting sex. We know guys are going to say and do whatever they need to do to get laid to include selling a false dream or whatever, but women don't understand and they make the cardinal mistake of conflating sexual attraction with relationship attraction. They think, well, this guy's talking to me. I've been on dates with him. He might've even bought me a bag. He's going to marry me. And what they don't realize is these guys are not going to do it. Well, well, by the way, Think about pop culture, though, and I think this is why they think that, right? So pop culture is now created, um, it's created a mindset that, no, this is is actually tolerated, and also you will get wife doing this. For example, you're going to see the money back yields of Aries. You're going to see a lot of that behavior. Cardi B's, the Meg Stallions, et cetera. Now, I'll give you a, um, a, a stark comparison, right? So when you thought about, like, going back to, like, pretty much, like, 30 years ago, Mm -hmm. Biggie was married to Faith. Yeah. No, Faith was seen as Lady Descent third. His side chick, allegedly, and, yo, Lil' Kim fans don't kill me, was Lil' Kim. Yeah. Lil' Kim is on the album cover, Pussy Out, Descent yeah. third. So you got the wife, and then you got the side chick. Exactly. They they basically have two different phenotypes, right? Yeah. These days, the, the wifey, at least in pop culture stance, the wifey is the girl who has the pussy out. So here's you the get thing. me, and I think women who are regular women who do look to the shade room and who do look yeah. to these celebrities to think about the mo- them modeling their life, even though we haven't seen none of these things play out ten years in, where there's you know full fully formed families, we're seeing a bunch of just relationship drama. But it looks convincing enough that it's like, well, what do you mean that dudes don't dudes don't want a girl who did blah blah. I just see money back. Yo, get with her. Well, what are you already, talking here's about? the thing. So check this out. We already have a body of evidence to show that this doesn't work. Make women have up. women have been sexually liberated since the 60s, mm. birth control, etc. So what's happened since feminism has been pushing and birth control and sexual liberation in general? Well, we've seen the decline of families. We've seen uh, divorce rates spike. Right? What one in uh, one, uh, over 50 percent of marriages end in divorce? About 80 percent of those are initiated by women. 90 percent alimony paid for men to women, and most uh, women, <clears throat> most men lose their children 90 percent of the time in custody court. So we've seen the family unit be destroyed almost over the course of this situation. So we see what happens with female sexual liberation, and it's only going to continue to degrade the family unit. Now, here's the thing: me and Fresh, we're firm believers, and you know, a, a, you need a strong family to raise strong children because you need a mother and a father. But hey, we're not living in a Disney fairy tale either. I don't foresee 
at least in the United States and other Western countries where feminism is extremely strong, it regressing. Women fought really hard to get to this point to be able to sexually liberate themselves and do what they want and have choice. They're not going to concede any type of uh, any type of leverage to be able to do because women have been fighting for sexual liberation for a while. But here's what women don't realize has happened with the emergence of feminism. What they've inadvertently done is they've given all the power to the top 10% of men. And these men are running through these chicks, fucking all kinds of chicks, left, right, and center. So let me ask you, are we And they're not going to commit. And women, we know a big part of their, a predicator for their happiness is children and a family, not running around fucking That's people. what I was going to ask you. So sure. is over time, the whole thought that you can't turn a hoe into a housewife, is that going to not be, is it going to be more acceptable to be like, no, you, you do wife the hoe. Like, is that ever going to do you ever see because of feminism? And, and they're trying to drive home see, like almost a, a new thought see, of, hey, women could do everything and be a good wife. See, good here's the problem, right? We have examples <laughs> that are right now. Lana Rhodes, Mia Khalifa. Hey, they wiped up a porn star. True. Biggest hoes. They did it for a period of time. But what happened was <laughs> when the shit hit the fan, niggas said, oh, here's going on black.com. Can pick up a 10 black niggas. It's like. Holy shit. Ten dudes that look like fresh. And it's like, yeah, there you go. It's like, you couldn't take that for so long. Divorce, left, broken. So it's like, yes, they will try to wife the hoe. Problem is, though, like, men deep down, they don't want hoes, bro, to be wives. Hey, by the way, I think we haven't done enough, like, study or sociology or psychology study of this. But, like, you know, I truly believe that, you know, the remnants from the promoting, promoting, Lifestyles that it's like these hot girl summers, this and third, that then people take into actual practice, lead their lives with. You know what I mean? I know a bunch of chicks, and I, we mentioned a few off camera. I was like, yeah, women are liberated now, right? And yeah. they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars, sometimes mm-hmm. even a month, For off sure. OnlyFans, but a lot of them, they're not happy. No, they're like, not. I, I know a chick who said, yo, she has so much money, and she says, this is the most unhappiest I've ever been. Bro. It's feel like they've chased the rainbow, got to the end of it, and it was like, Where's where's the other things that's supposed to make me feel fulfilling? Bro, where's the things that's supposed to cure the trauma? We've had girls cry in front of us saying they wish they could change the past and have regret for what they did because they didn't know what it led to down the road. We had chicks tell us, "Yo, like real talk, I got this money, all this shit, like you said earlier, but I'm not happy. Why is that?" And you say all the time on the show, women drive happiness from having a family, having kids, but the, the culture has changed and say, "Hey, you know what? Fuck that shit. Get a job, get a career." You be a bad bitch, make your money, and you'll be happy. That's a fucking lie. Because you see the evidence here. Women over 40 plus with no kids, uh, pets, and dogs are the most sad people on earth. So. Yeah, it's just because here's the thing. There's a couple issues with this. Like I said before, we rarely tell women about, um, we never critique women. So if a woman's fat, annoying, crass, whatever it is, we don't say nothing to her because that's considered body shaming, misogynistic, insecure, small dick energy. So guys don't want to deal with it. They're not gonna. They're not gonna tell them anything to self improve. And then on top of that, a lot of these women don't have fathers. The, the The backbone of the family is the father. I've always said it. Fathers keep daughters out of stripper, off stripper poles. That son's out of jail. He's the main disciplinarian to teach you that if you don't adhere to the rules in this house, you won't adhere to the rules in society. And when you don't adhere to the rules in society, guess what happens? Felony conviction, jail time, serious it's uh, serious consequences. So that's number one. There's no family in the unit, right? To let the, to check these the, the daughters. Then number two, women are rarely checked and told that they need to self-improve. And then on top of that, no one checks them with their promiscuity or whatever. And here's the thing that they don't understand is that the more bodies a girl accumulates, 
the less likely she's going to be to be able to be in a, in a happy uh, relationship. And the highest divorce rates are from women that tend to have more promiscuous past. And the thing is, too, is that we lie to women and tell them, chase a career, make your money, and go ahead and have a family after the fact. But what they don't understand is that your value as a woman, unfortunately, I hate to say it this way, but it's the reality, your value <laughs> literally drops precipitously as you get older as a woman. A woman that's 31 that makes $100,000 a year is not going to have the same negotiating power for marriage and a family that a woman that's 21 that makes $10,000 a year. So women have this terrible uh, mindset in the West in general that they think that their value is derived from their career, making money, being successful, and being independent of men. But what they need to realize is you need to go out there and actively search for and find a man and get on that man's program because you can't have two leaders. And we have so many women come on the show and say ridiculous concepts like equal partnership and 50-50 partnership and whatever. It doesn't operate that way. There's a president and then there's a, uh, a cabinet. There is no uh, two CEOs. There has to be one leader. And a lot of women think that they can actually lead. And that's the issue is that they have misconstrued uh, gender roles. And that's we don't know what a female led society is like. So, so we know what a male one can do. So, so let me let me let me do role reversal. Sure. And, and I, I, I want to see how you approach this. Right. So you guys do, you know, clearly a, a male self-improvement um, podcast. Right. You got you guys, the majority of the, the um, tips and advice um, you guys are and wisdom you guys are imparting is to let guys know to hold themselves accountable and get better, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I want to roll reverse it. I want to because this is where women I sometimes I feel like they're they they feel like you guys are being demeaning to them <laughs> because they're one when they sit on the show they're like well well what the fuck are we here for then right so give give an advice to a girl I'm gonna make this up she's 22 yeah right um, father was in the household for whatever reason. Uh, maybe he's in jail. Um, mom pretty much struggling to get by. She, um, she's in college, but the only thing she's working a regular job, making twelve an hour. She clearly, you know, is in a tough position right now. But she wants to be able to help out her family, and the only commodity she feels she has that she could probably come up quickly with is by like, yo, if I start taking some pictures on OnlyFans because I do get ten thousand likes on Instagram. I could make a make a living. What would you tell that female if she's at that crossroads to say, "Hey, I could start showing my body and making a bag, mm-hmm. right?" Or I could just keep working at like you know Starbucks, making twelve bucks an hour, but I I'm pretty much not going anywhere fast. Here's my answer to that. This decision that you're gonna make, would you be okay having your future child see you in this light? If the answer is no, then don't do it. And but also fast money, like you always on a show, this is slow problems. So yes, Bam. you can make fast money up front. You know, stripper, OnlyFans, all that stuff. That's cool. However, can you live yourself after the fact? Now a lot of girls and most girls can't. They say they can, yeah. but it's cap. Yeah, and and they make up their mind. You know what? I've already done this act, this this uh, set of activities. It's too far gone to go back now. So I got I got be this be this hoe. In reality, they, they don't want to be this hoe anymore. Yo, by the way, I, I've said that stripping in OnlyFans is a gateway to whoredom. Facts. And, and, the, and the reason why is this too. I see a lot of women who go into both of those things with very pure intentions. Yo, listen, I, I want to start a business. We hear this a lot. Everybody wants to start a salon. Like they'll be like, yo, yo. you want to, I'm gonna be an entrepreneur, so I'm gonna show my body and I'm gonna get like they, they all come with a figure. Yeah. I need sixty bands. Yo, yo, I, you know that Drake song, not around T S U? Yeah. It's about a girl who wants to start a business. Yeah, yeah. There yo, you go. So, so so here's the thing. Never happens. And 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 this is what I realized. I've I've like Three women who have pretty much almost been case studies because I watched them. 
I watch him navigate through the both fields. And it first goes from, okay, I need X amount of money to get out of this life. Yep. So I'm not really, this ain't me, but I'm, but I'm forced to do this. I'm going to go into this. I'm going to get this money, and then I'm going to get out, and I'm going to start doing legit shit. And you know what happens the first month? They were about to make 10 bands. But now they never had a Chanel purse. Yeah. They caught the Chanel purse. They never had some Balenciagas. They caught the Balenciagas. They, they waste pretty much the majority of the money. They turned what was supposed to be savings into a lifestyle. And this brings me to my next point, that too. That keeps them there. It anchors them there. Not, Single women spend more money. That's another reason, too, why, in general, like, uh, why, why um, you know, the family unit's also getting destroyed is because you make more money when people are apart. Women are 80% of the consumer base, and they're going to spend more money when they're single on designer and clothes, all this other stuff. And going back to what you're saying as far as, like, a woman being in the life and making that money, here's the thing about, like, girls that do OnlyFans, strippers, whatever it is. There's two issues. Number one, as they, once they get into the situation, right, the guys that they're dealing with, I always say a man's uh, thirst for sex is insatiable. Yeah. They always want more. Mm -hmm. So if you come on and you're only doing bikini pictures, they're going to start asking for nudes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they That's start asking for nudes, we're going to tip you. We're going to pay you more. Now she might have been making 5K a month. Now she does nudes. Now she's making 10K a month. Then they're going to say, I want to see you with some dildos, whatever. But uh, now she might be making 15K a month by selling those videos. The next thing you know, I want to see full-on sex. Then it just becomes yep. more and more invasive, and they get addicted to the fast money. But like we Martin, said, it's even fast worse money, slow that. problems. I know. I'm, I've, I'm doing no, it slowly. No, but no, yeah. I've seen it in the strip clubs. Yeah. And I've seen it like firsthand. You know, women usually have like, and we all do this as like with your kids. Be like, yo, how much would it like, like say you see like some really unattractive chick. Let's say she's super fat, just really gross, right? And, and they're like, yo, how much money would it take for you to fuck her, right? You give a price. But, it, but it, you're really thinking, I don't want to do it, but if I had to do it, here's the price. A lot of times when women get into these clubs, right? They're like, yo, only way I would fuck for money, they name a price that they know they'll never get. Yeah. I need a million dollars. You're not getting a million dollars, right? But they get up in a club. And and maybe some super horny, super thirsty guy who got ten. Give her gives her ten grand. Now here's the thing. Once they get that first ten grand, it's broken it's down crap. the wall. Their soul it's, their soul starts to just degrade, no, no, bro. No, no, it broken down that wall. They'll never get a ten grand again. The thing is, that was the mental block. Once you get the block down, now you're the next person who comes and says, "Oh, you want ten bands? Show you tripping? I got five. Bam. You know what she's gonna say? Well, I already did it. I already kind of do it for money. I take the slope. five. You have no soul, bro. It's gone. Couple years into the club, because I, I, the same girl, she was telling me, she was like, "I don't know how girls are in the club, fucking for five hundred bucks." And I'm like, "You know why? When they first went in there, they said I want to fuck for ten grand." They got that 10 grand maybe one time. Yep. Then afterwards, they say, mm, all right, you know what? Five bands. Then after that, it goes down. It keeps going down to this 500 bucks. It's funny. I had a conversation with some strippers at Booby Trap, right? Church. Yeah. I said the name. Fuck. About to get these people I, shut down. I man. conditioned <laughs> some girls, right? At strip club. You about to trap them chicks in Booby Trap right now with the story, man. And I was asking because I was talking to one. And I was like, yo, how much money do you make a night? She's like, you know, I can make somewhere between like two, four, depending on a night, or even one if it's really bad, right? And I was like, wait, really? Like a night? Yes. But I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on. How do you make that just from, just from people throwing money? Oh, no. If I go in the back and I do some, I'll make more money. Well, I at least they're honest enough to say that. Yo, the Atlanta, the Atlanta, especially Atlanta, um, you know, adult uh, um, entertainment scene. 
it, it's just filled with so much of facade. It makes mm-hmm. it seem like money's just raining from the heavens. Yeah. And a lot of women, they'll they'll brag about how much they pull at night. They're not telling what they're doing for it. Yeah, yeah, so, so, so you're thinking they're like, you know. Just shaking ass. Yeah, or, they're just kind of shaking ass on a pole. You know what I mean? Like on the main stage. They're not bro, telling you like, yo, listen, man. The highest paid girls, bro, are smashy, bro. And then not so much when rappers come into town, bro. Them niggas paying, bro. Here's the other thing, too. I'm just going to say it. Uh, this is what I'm going to say. It does not necessarily represent the people on this podcast. This is just my own like comes to the personal disclaimer. So, yo, yeah. So, uh, I'm just going to say human beings in general are lazy and women are to the next level of lazy. And the reason why is because women don't have the same burden of performance that men do when it comes to uh, a financial inclination to create wealth. They just, they just don't have to because women are beauty objects. Men tend to be success objects. So they don't have as much pressure on them to make money. So, a woman, right? Shout out to Andrew Tate. We talked about this ad nauseum. We'll make $1,000 a day and be like, all right, good. I'm fucking, I got my bills paid. I could get my bag, whatever. I'm done. She ain't going to come back to the strip club or make money or, you know, have to do anything until she has to get money again. That's why so many strippers are lazy because they don't want to be there and having random niggas touch them. They just want to make the money because it's a means to an end to get what they want quickly. But a man will make that kind of money and be like, you know what, dude, if I do this, you know, every week, every day, I can make 30 grand a month. But men and women look at money differently. Men look at money be, as, as the more I earn, the more I can increase my status, the more I can get myself somewhere, maybe invest, whatever it is. Men look at money as a, a status symbol. Women look at money as a necessary evil to get what they want. Women don't really give a fuck about money like that. They want the lifestyle and the things that money buys. That's why they care about bags. That's why they care about experiences. That's why women are 80% of the consumer base. They care about what money buys. They care about the experiences that allows them to, to have. So when women make money, they look at it as far more expendable than men. Then you add the other caveat to it where they're making it quickly. They're making it quickly by smashing a guy, by going to, doing a shit on OnlyFans, by going to strip club, whatever. There's no fucking way, bringing it back full circle to your first point, there's no fucking way they're going to go ahead and take 100000 of that money if they're even able to save it up, start a hair salon business and actually fucking work when they can go to the club and make... Five, one, two, three, four, five thousand in a night doing some fuck shit. Yo, yo, on, yo by on. the way, it hold fucks on. people up. Like knowing that I think when women realize, like I've I've heard just so many strippers describe them being in the strip club like they own an independent business. <laughs> so yeah. so it's kind of like yeah. like like they talk about themselves. Like I heard a girl say this, and if she ever sees this, I'm just wondering if Exposed. she really still believes. I won't say. It. Huh. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, and um, so she said, she said a lot of you dudes are just jealous. That and we can't do the same thing. You can't do the same damn thing. Okay, hold on. I just want at this point, right? So talk about lazy, right? Yeah, yeah. bro. There's a whole, I want to say, pandemic or I want to say epidemic of sugar daddy culture, right? So get this. Talk about lazy, bro. Girls could just go on a website, bro. Get a rent paid, bills paid. Just talking to dudes. Why are they going to school? Why are they going to go to the strip club? Why are they going to OnlyFans? Niggas going to pay everything. That, to me, I ain't going to hold you. That's smart because you're not doing much. Or some of them are fucking, of course, but some aren't. And if you just talk to dude, you get your, your bills paid, why not? So to me, that's kind of the smart way to get around it. But at the same time, to me, if you go to that, to that level, you're kind of like... Well, no, Yo, it's a gay way, bro. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, 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 politeness, politeness. Yeah. All of a sudden, that, that conversation is going to escalate. Yeah, it, it will. Yeah, 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 let me tell you this. People who are driven, I, I, I had this conversation on my stream not too long ago. I said, what amount of money would you need to have that your moves in life would be determined by your morals? Because these days, morals are for sale. For example, the person, and this is what I'm saying, it's a gateway. The person who's on there saying, hey, I'm just going to flirt with some dudes and get like maybe 120 bucks, pay some bills, right? 
they're going to be challenged when someone says, here's $3,000. I just want to see like a nipple. I don't need to see your face in it. Just send, send me a nipple pic. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to do it. It's a rabbit hole. Yeah, it, it, it's like you're gonna go down, go down that realm, and you know what I mean. For me, I always try to see the women who have made it out, and 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 how they've done it, because I I think we normally see the majority of women. If you ask me, they get consumed in it. Bro, I know one girl that made it out, and the day she was a stripper for four years, she had a plan, she stuck to it. I mean, she got she got sidetracked here and there, but she saved enough money, bought some investment properties, and now she's retired from the strip game, but she makes money off her properties. But she made it out. But she had extreme, extreme discernment, and I want to say discipline, because she had a man helping her on the side. If without that man, bro, she would have been lost to the wind. And that's the only woman I know that made it out with a man by her side. That's mm. it. So, yeah, yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah, let me get Myron back in here. Uh, while we're about to wrap this junk up, I'm yes, not sir, gonna lie. Yes, sir. We need uh, some party time. Uh, this guy, he can't. Yo, yo, man, yo. My, you know, let's just switch complete topics as we wrap up. The amount of work that, which I don't think people really understand the amount of work you put into the podcast, right? Yeah. yeah I oftentimes, sure. I look at this guy, I'm like, yo, I don't know how he's he's trying to keep up with women, this and third. At some point, yo, you're you're working so hard. When I was building, like, my platform, I felt like I had to give up women. Like, we did. time consuming. We did. Like, dealing with the opposite gender, and, and, and if it's like women, this advice goes to women, too. If you're a woman who's chasing a bunch of dudes, let's say you have some actual achievable goals, you know what I mean, and you're just consumed with trying to, you know, chase dudes or whatever the case is, or I don't know, jump from dick to dick, you're going to be so, you realize how much time you waste. Oh, I got to give this girl an hour here. We got way more girls before the pod. Yeah, way more. Way yeah, more I could imagine. Because, because you probably had more time to spend. Right. That, and then also, like, if they, when they, like... The, the success is kind of like a double-edged sword because they'll be like, oh, you guys are that misogynistic podcast. And then now, like, there's like, y'all don't like black women. I'm like, all right, bro, like, whatever. If you if you really believe that stupidity and think we don't like black women, we bring black women on our joint all the time, beautiful, lovely black women that don't fit the stereotype that are awesome. Some do fit the stereotypes, but it is what it is. But we bring all of them on, and we've dated black girls before. It's just that y'all want to take that 20-second clip where we make fun of black women when we make fun of everyone else equally. It is what it is. You know, it, most people are low IQ. And then I know you guys were talking about um, guys are jealous, right? As yeah, far as yeah. like they make the money. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing with girls like that always say, you're just jealous because I can make money, whatever. I always say, like we said earlier, fast money typically comes with slow problems. And what women don't understand is that there's consequences to this fast money that you're making now. I'm not, yo, you, you want to do OnlyFans, you want to make your money, you want to be a, a porn star Go stripper, ahead. whatever it is. Make your money, do what you want. We never sit there and slut shame girls. We just tell them there's going to be consequences. You finding Mr. Right after you're having the fun right now, there's a low possibility that you're going to find your guy if you have a certain background. Because guys that have busted their ass to get to a certain point feel and want a certain type of woman that they're going to make their main girl. I, I had that. I had That's a the reality that they got to understand. With a woman to say, listen, you doing OnlyFans, you have to now realize that whatever guy that you may have attracted before with your beauty and maybe other things that come come with you, you're probably gonna have to settle for someone who, who isn't that. Yep. Because the the guy who you would normally uh, want or could attract don't want you no more. Facts. You know what I mean? And it comes with a trade off of now you can say you can run around and say you're an independent woman who get a bag and fuck a nigga. You know what I mean? Real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. Like you could do that. Yeah. You know what I mean, but the but the women don't want to stand on that because the thing is like. It's okay when they're young and beautiful and they still get the attention from the guys. But as they get older and older and reality starts to set in, like, damn, I can't necessarily get 
Maybe I can get these guys, but I can't get them to commit to me anymore. You got to choose one, baby girl. It's, it's either OnlyFans or only one. And what I mean by one is that husband that you're going to take seriously and cherish and have a family with. Because any guy that's worth his weight or not a loser, not a simp, that you actually admire, love, and respect is going to have standards. One of the biggest one is your past matters. Women want a man with a future. Men want a woman that doesn't have a past. And it's so difficult for modern-day women to understand that. You must preserve the value that you're born with, whereas men have to create their value. So it is what it is. Now, some OnlyFans girls have boyfriends, but that's not the, I've, that's, that's not a normal thing to do because it's not common. But it can it can happen, but it's not. It's I want to write a book on like the the, the, the um you know the mental health of those people. Like I I just don't think you know I I know being a cuck is a thing, but I, I just don't think it's like it's not you know, normal. It's it's not normal. I, I know someone who who's with his girl who brings his girl to shoots with other dudes. Yeah. And, and, and I'm like, while you might be cashing out for that week, like, I, I, and you know what the funny part is? Like, women will sit there and say, "Oh, you're insecure for thinking this way." Like, why does a woman's past matter? Blah blah blah. Like, we, we they put all this stupidity out there to try to shame you for oh, being the way uh, a straight, biologically okay, sane man. By the way, I don't know. You guys probably didn't react or cover this one. I was going to send it to you. So we had Pop Hunter on the show, right? Mm-hmm. Not too long ago. I saw it. Pop Hunter said, "Yo, listen, his child." His kid, he found out years later is not his. He's been taking care of the kid. You know? He said, like, yo, and it was one of those things he's like, yo, I'm still going to take care of the kid. But, like, honestly, like, I just never checked. But everyone was kind of saying it at first. It turns out the kid is not mine. And, oh, but he still didn't check. He said, I'm too scared to check because I've already, like, that's my son. I've, like, kind of pretty much taken that responsibility. And he was like, yo, this was, he's a rapper who got viral to TikTok, the Corvette, Corvette dance, right? Mm-hmm. And um, not only that, like, people start saying he was snitching or something like that. So he's going through all these things, and he finds out that his kid, that, you know, you got to imagine family is the thing that's keeping him sane when yeah, yeah. work is crazy. Yeah. Comes home, his kid's not his. And, and women don't understand that. So I always ask women on the podcast, because what I've come to realize from, interv- we've interviewed well over a thousand women now at this point. For women to understand a point, you have to make them feel the pain first. So what I ask is, what is your deepest, darkest fear? And typically it's, well, you know, getting raped in an alley by some weirdo, blah, blah, blah. And I say, okay, cool. That, f- that fear that you have, okay, that's how men feel when they find out that the kid isn't fucking theirs. Facts. And that's when they can finally, oh, now the light bulb hits them in the head. Why guys have such an issue with women that have promiscuous past? It's biological. You want to be able to ensure paternity. If you marry a chick that's a thought, there's a high likelihood that the child that you have with her might not be yours. And that is every man's Yo. biggest fear. Yo, this is real talk right here. <laughs> this is, and by the way, God bless her. So, so there's this girl mm-hmm. that I know, right? Yeah. Um, she's, she actually, like, you know what I mean? Well, she, she's going through it. And I don't want to give up exactly who it is by, by describing her too much. But, but she does have a pretty good job, right? So what happens is with a girl with a pretty good job that she went to college for, that she was deprived of really having a social life because she was just working towards this goal. She gets the job, but now she's realizing everybody at that job with the same job title don't want her. <laughs> None of them want her. Mm-hmm. They n- they all want a younger girl yeah, and a way more attractive girl and a girl who's not going to talk back to them. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is an actual, I don't want to give up the profession, but if you know the profession, you'd be like, oh, duh. Makes really good money. Okay, cool. So she's something now, professional, probably lawyer, law enforcement, lawyer? something like that. She's a lawyer. Law okay, firm. bam, yeah, I figured, yeah, bam. Yeah. I can't give no more hints. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Okay, course. yeah, understandable. So we know a lot of girls in that same yeah. exact position you're mentioning. So now 
she's meeting dudes on various apps. And oftentimes she's kind of really, you know, she, she got to go below people who meet that, you know, income requirement. Now, truly, she would want a guy who meet, who earns more. She meets me, right? <laughs> she meets me, comes to the crib, she's all this stuff. And instantly she's thinking, even though she's at a certain level, she's like, okay, this all makes sense because I want the guy at this level. Yeah. But, you know, we did whatever. I curved her or whatever. You know what I mean? It was just. Do you smash? Like. Yeah, yeah, no, of course, yeah, but um, a couple times, but Raw? no, this guy, <laughs> yo, this guy right here, man, this guy like he won the mental picture. No, okay, so so so, so I'm giving the story. What ends that's because he goes raw every time. That's Nigga, shut up. Yeah, you, yeah, we got we got we got a uh, you know what I'm COVID like quick COVID test at home. Listen, we got one of them for I get for STDs almost every other month. You need to get tested, nigga. Top man. Hold on, all right, all right, so here's the thing, yo, 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 yo. So here's the thing. <laughs> I kind of cut her off, right? Yeah. She's fucking with these other guys, blah, 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 right? She gets pregnant. Oh. She has a boyfriend. Oh. She gets pregnant. Tell me how she calls me. Because in reality, and think about it, I've never dated her. Smashed a few times. She got a whole man. But the guy isn't the ideal guy Bam. who she would want to be with, like, you know, to be the father, whatever. Of course. She calls me up. Try to pin it on you. No, no. She says, listen, I want you I want you to like come like, you know, do like this paternity test thing, right? Like, because she's pregnant. Like yeah. after certain months you could you could do it, right? Yeah. Of course. I want I want you to do it. And I, I basically kinda like laughed her out the door. I really looked at her and I was like, yo, Shorty, I could tell you just start at the top of your list. Like, yo, you're just throwing wish you're throwing like wishes up. Like, yo, yeah, yeah. If, it, if my kid could be anybody's kid, it better be this dude's yeah, kid, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did the math for her. I said, you say you're how much pregnant? When's the last time you got your period? I said, I fucked you like three months before your last period. How the fuck could that be my kid? You know what I mean? And and, and and like, you know, she was kind of like, well, I was just trying to like be safe this and third. Now, she, she hangs up. I was at I was at y'all's studio when this happened. Oh, she shit. called me. I remember I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she yeah. calls back again. I remember the story. Just she calls me. back again. I just again. don't want to sit on there. Yo, she calls back again, right? Yeah. Now I'm back. It's a good story, guys. At the crib. She says, yo, I don't know, like, it's kind of getting closer to the baby being born. I think, yo, I just really want to figure out the truth. Like, like I know you explained the days, but I even kind of forgot. Like, I thought we saw each other again. Could, could you just, like, you know, come and do this thing? I hit her with a question that made me realize just how, I want to call her savage, but, but just how fucked up shit is. I said to her, I said, why are you... Asking me to do it. Why don't you do it with the guy who's your boyfriend? Yeah. She says, I would rather him not know. Yeah. Bam. So so That's so her right. thing is, I wanna like, yo, if it's no harm, no foul, if if it's not yours, it's no harm, no foul. Bam. So it's definitely his. Or I don't know if there's other dudes, but she was gonna say it's his, right? Yeah. But if she questions him, if she says to him and says, Yo, baby, I'm not gonna lie, like in the in the month I think you got me pregnant, like I probably fuck a couple other dudes. Yep. If she said that to him, that dude is crushed. He'll never be the same with her. See, this yeah. is why it is so important to learn this stuff because every guy at no matter level, poor, rich, small, successful, goes through these dating issues. And look, if you were the girl and she has a child and that's not your kid, you raise that kid, bro. That's the worst L you could take, bro, because it's not your kid. And here's the other thing too: she knows that. 
whatever she has with you isn't going to work. So it doesn't matter if she she wants to get that confirmation. Because here's the thing with, with women. I always say it. Women get angry when they don't have the leverage and romantic relationships with men because they're used to having the leverage. So on podcasts like us come around where we say, hold women accountable, don't tolerate their bullshit, blah, blah, blah. The only thing they could really do is say, this is misogyny, report them, this is fucked up. Because when we tell guys, don't sit there and tolerate female bullshit, well, guess what? Their ultimate power of manipulation is now gone. And what she wanted to do was, she knows this guy isn't my top pick, but if he understands what's been going on, I'm going to lose that security from this guy. Yeah. So I, this he probably dude, won't take it serious. He's not going to take me serious. I, I risk he's a lot. He's probably bailing after the kids he get might even He might even bail on me. So she knows as a woman, I need that security. So what's she going to do? She's going to go to you. Hey, let me Plus at least confirm this less you. her so she can't even get like child support off him pretty much. Bam. And here's the other thing too. Here's another, let's talk about this too because we talked about this uh, at extent with, with, with Flager and Andrew Schultz and shout out to them. I was saying once a woman experiences a certain lifestyle, it's very difficult for her to regress socioeconomically and status-wise. Oh, so yeah. if she meets a guy... She that, came, yo, she came to my crib. Usually, like, you know, it's, it's a quick you, in and out. fucked every guy next now. Yo, yo, here's the thing. Yo, she was supposed to dip in the morning. She's upstairs. So I got two offices. She's in my upstairs office. Yeah. In my big... Working. Executive chair... She puts her fucking laptop there, told me she's sending out emails. No, shorty, there's Wi-Fi at your crib. She wants to do her work day at my crib now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's one of those, like, yo, mentally, she's like, all right, bet I'm and here. And we, we talked about this, too. Like, like the reason why it's dating is so tough for so many guys nowadays, and we had, like, a whole theory about this. We've spoken about the global sexual marketplace, whatever. But if I'm going to distill it very quickly, is that women have more options now than ever before, thanks to advents like the internet, Instagram, social media, etc. So... Since women have access to more men or higher status men, they meet these men, they experience a certain lifestyle, certain experiences, etc. It's very difficult for them to go backwards. Yo, I always Once a girl say, experiences uh, women, a certain type of guy. Women could never downgrade when it comes to lifestyle, and men rarely could downgrade when it comes to sexual, s- like like sexuality. Facts. Bam. Once they get the HVD, high value dick, they stick. <laughs> that's not like an STD. I like that. Once they get HVD, this is on all podcasts. On all records. Only on Spotify. This dude said HVD. That sounded like there might you might need a shot for that. Yeah, no man, but but it's it's very difficult for them to go back, bro. That's why like these these chicks that come to Miami, he probably gets them. Stay. They can't go back to wherever the fuck they came from. They come, bro. Oh, I'm moving out here. If a chick chose with me, bro. Yeah, yeah. Her, dude, her man can never compare no more, bro. So she's seen the AP. She's seen the chains. The lifestyle. She's riding in the Lambo. You pr- you bring her to booby trap. She getting bottles. The the, the the fucking confetti's falling from the club. She feels like a star. She sees the bottle service coming every twenty second with her fucking name on the thingy. Oh shit, it's over, bro. bro real we talk- were at a drink party, right? We're waiting to get in. This girl was with her boyfriend, bro. Right? No dudes allowed. Shorty said, "Yo, babe, I'll meet you at home." Left, dude. Went inside. I ain't gonna say who she was messing with in the room, but she got fucked that night. That nigga's at home waiting for her, and it's like, bruh, they gonna do what they gotta do to be in any circles. And they, here's, here's the worst part, right? Why do you think it is like that with lifestyle? Like, like why are women so like... It, They're bored, bro. They're bored. Think about it. They go to work, come home. Uh, it's a woman's ultimate game to just cash out on a nigga who gives her the best lifestyle. Yeah, like like I would say, uh, uh, men thirst trap with their lifestyle. Women thirst trap with their bodies. That's like us, like looking at a baddie. Like that's that's just how it is. So like, and the thing is, is that like like I said, like girls can't really go back. That's why when girls come to Miami, that's why like if you see a baddie come to Miami, she just got there. Everyone's trying to swipe her up, or some dude probably imported her there, whatever, because she hasn't experienced that lifestyle yet. She hasn't dealt with the scammers or the drug dealers, whatever. So they swipe her up because 
if a regular comes to my a girl comes to Miami from somewhere else, she's gonna think it's lit. Like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then it's gonna be very difficult for her to go back to her bumblefuck town and be there. She's gotta come back now, or go to another lit city. Here's mix that most niggas don't understand. You got money, right? Have the lifestyle, but you're a weirdo. You're you're a dork. You're not you're not a cool guy. Like, I understand it says you're you're a weirdo, but if you got personality, you're a cool charismatic guy, and the lifestyle, bro. She's not going nowhere, bro, because you're fun to be around, you're lit, you're having fun, you give her experiences, new experiences, and she's never really bored. So it's like, you give her everything all in one, what's the one thing that, that girls want to have? Girls just want to have, have fun. If you can provide that fun, bro, and you're not corny or weird, you got it, brother. But the thing is, too, is, and I've always said it, like, especially like in cities like Miami, New York City, L.A., etc., I think guys got to understand when you're competing in these like cities where it's you know you got a lot of rich people whatever it is you're you're gonna lose your girl to simp sometimes it is what it is bro there's like sugar daddies out there oh I'll pay you two thousand to come with me to dinner and shit like you're gonna if you're not paying these chicks to like the trick you're gonna lose them yo by the way I I realize as time is is going on like watching a girl from like say twenty one to thirty the the change in priority right like a girl who's like twenty one. Might just want a dude who's like, like okay, because he's six foot two, whatever, whatever. She might be still living with her parents. She's not thinking about whatever, whatever. Yeah. By the time she gets to like thirty, like she don't want nobody living with their their mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta have a nice car. You probably gotta be able to buy her something when it comes to her birthday birthdays and certain other shit. Like the change in prioritization of you need to have something. What's important? You get me? Like you know, as they get to thirty, it's like the dude who you might be like, oh, like. A lot of women like him maybe because, like, oh, he's just whatever, whatever, but he's, he's not providing certain shit. Yeah. They're off that shit. And this is, this, is why, this is why it's so imperative. We tell guys, you got to have everything. You got to have the money, the muscles, the game, and then, you know, shout out to our boy MLD, the frame as well. And yeah. the frame is like the leadership and the confidence because the thing is, is that every girl is different. We, we notice there's some girls that just won't fuck with you unless you have money, period. That's the barrier to entry. There's some girls that like, if you don't work out, you're not in good shape. They're just not going to fuck with you. That's the barrier to entry. Some girls are like, yo, I need a guy that's confident and ambitious or whatever it is. So you need to have the game and they're not going to fuck with you or whatever. So that's why we say the more of these attributes that you can possess, the more attractive you, you are. Most boxes, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to be you're more gonna... appealable to a larger demographic of women. And unfortunately yeah. for guys... With, since women have all the leverage in the dating game nowadays, the only thing you could do as a man to compete is you got to work volume. You got to talk to different, a lot of different yeah, girls, and, and you can work that yeah, volume here, by having a lot of attributes. Right? Oh, I know broke dudes that get laid. Yeah, they get laid, but are they maintaining those, those girls over a period of time? Probably yeah. not, because they're gonna see some other dudes doing well. You know what? And this is cool and all, but this nigga, nigga dicking me down. But like, I'm having a good time over here. And his personality, I'm going to go over here too. So it's kind of like... You're going to lose your girl to a simp. Exactly. With a situation like that. And that happens to me too. Like, because I don't be paying these chicks. So I, like, I accept the reality that, especially being in a competitive place like Miami, whatever it is, where, like, I know it's a sugar daddy infrastructure type city. Like, I know I'm going to lose chicks to sugar daddies and simps all the time. They're going to take them, buy bags, whatever. I ain't doing that, but I'm okay with, you know, using them for recreational use. But, like, if, to maintain, way, you got to have everything on up, point. It fucks me up on, like, when when a woman says, like, say, like, they're 25 and they're, they're, they're like, yeah, I'm a sugar baby. <laughs> and I'm down to deal with somebody who's 50 who, like, maybe I'm not, I'm not attracted to at all. But, you know what? What I really care about is the shit he could provide. It, it, it kind of, like, it hits you. Like, it hits you differently, like, yo, damn. This, th- these are the Im- most important things to women, and especially as they age, it's like crazy. I don't, I don't think guys understand, like, women's deep-rooted need for security. Yeah. Like, even if they have their own, like, it's so deep-rooted 
That even if a woman is strong and independent and is able to create her own security worth, her own resources and wealth, she is still literally designed to be repulsed by a man that cannot at least provide that level of security or higher. Women, by virtue of default, cannot date down socioeconomically or status-wise. Yo, yo, I was with this girl in college. She she graduated a year before me. I stayed extra because, you know, I was trying to get this DJ and she did whatever happened. She's She has a full-time job making, like, I think like 80K a month, yeah. whatever. I'm working two part-time jobs, and one of them is hustling being a DJ, right? Mm. Man, we go out to dinner, bro. You know, she looks at to get the, 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 like the bill. Now, she's making like twice. I'm making like 40K, 20K each, each thing, right? And she's just looking at me like, I don't give a fuck what I'm making, nigga. Like, yeah. he, he, for me, she was looking at me to be a man. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I think, you know, um, do you guys get any like backlash when, when, when you guys are hard on like dudes' paws? Like, like telling them like, no, fucking lose some weight or yo, Yo, you got a better much. job. The, the beauty with men is that, like, it's guys. Like men, we just got to tough it up, right? Yeah, yeah, because the thing is this the, this is the beauty of being a man. Life punishes you and negatively reinforces your bad decisions. So, what I mean by that, like, let's say you're a fat loser. Well, guess what? You're going to be punished because women aren't going to look your way, your peers aren't going to respect you. You're probably going to get bullied because, well, man, we still bully each other and roast each other. So, as a man, your inadequacy is typically met with some kind of punishment from society. Here's the problem with women. Your inadequacies are almost adequacies are almost never met with some type of contemption from oh, society. To tell a woman, "Yo, you're fat, bro," or "Yo, you're yo, you're yo, annoying," or "You're on. being a bitch," no one tells them shit. Yo, Not even so their funny? girlfriends check them. You know what's so funny? Yeah. If I if I send out a tweet right now or I get in an argument, if someone's like, "Yo, act you fat," right? <laughs> it's part of the course. Yeah. Yo, every tweet. Yo, act hit a gym. If Lizzo. <laughs> If Lizzo says something and that's the majority of her responses and she just starts crying while eating like a bag of Oreos, the whole internet comes to her rescue saying, yeah. these motherfuckers are scums. The on. They're body shaming her. Like, what's wrong with you guys? And we've seen this multiple times. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where like, you know, and I've always told people, I'm like, I don't think I'm like super mentally strong to be able to like, you got to be able to shrug that off and just keep going. But, like, I do watch other people who are there like, no, like my life is being destroyed. Look at what they're saying to me. And it is, is what it is. I don't, I don't look at it like, yo, there's never been one time they're like, yo, wait, wait. You guys can't say that to act. Let's, we got to defend him like how we've defended Lizzo. Never. No. Fuck, no. They're never, like Get I said, <laughs> no one gives a fuck about men. Like, if you're a loser as a guy, society constantly reminds you that you're a loser. If you're a loser as a woman, society does not remind you. Look at Lizzo. Perfect example. For all intents and purposes, she's a failure as a woman. She's not married. No one wants to date her. She's fat. She's obnoxious. She's loud. She's crass. Whatever it is. Oh, they she, she is. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they, they, they can say whatever they want to say. She is not an ideal woman. Hey, that, and here's the thing. I don't have to even say it. It's it, Reality is, is doing, show, doing it for me. No one wants to take her serious and give her a ring or marry her. Why? Because she is not a suitable candidate for marriage because she does not check off prerequisites that men look for in women. But that's the crazy clown world we live in. Women think they should be accepted as how they come, whereas men accept the fact that we are not accepted as how we come. We must self-improve. But women think they're perfect the way they are. And I'm here to tell y'all ladies, hey, get with reality. You got to self-improve just like men do. The thing that sucks for women is no one's going to fucking tell you you need to self-improve. They're going to tell you perfect the way you are because we live in this Disney fairy tale where to criticize women is to be considered misogynistic. You don't believe in love your curves? Hell no. I, I body shame all fat people, <laughs> men, women, etc. Like I think I think the body I think you body shame a dog. Yeah, bro. The body positivity movement is 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 the worst thing ever. 
Being fat is unacceptable. Nigga, I don't care what no one says. You are responsible for every morsel of food that goes into your mouth, every calorie that goes in. You're responsible for exercising, sleeping well, etc. If you are obese, especially United States, where we have all this information, we have an abundance of healthy food, etc. It is your fucking fault. I'm pointing at you, making fun of you. Whether you're a man, woman, I don't give a fuck what you are. We had a beluga whale talking shit to us earlier, <laughs> and I was out here telling her she be it's fucking sea world doing this shit. Like I don't care, bro. If you are fat, it's unacceptable. I'm a roast. Yo, yo, yo hold on, though? yo, and lastly, yo, my, are you saving up that if they kick you off YouTube, man, you got, is there a backup plan for this shit? I got seven properties. I'm buying real estate like crazy, so I'm good. I'm <laughs> Damn. Because we might, we probably will get canceled by some, some yeah. angry cancel culture. We rich, man, we good. Fat bitch, I don't know. We wealthy. Man. But the beauty is this, we don't need the, like, we don't, the people say, cancel their sponsors, whatever. Bro, we make this content, we already know people are not going to like this content, but here's the beauty. We are who we say we are, and we've been doing this for a while, so... So all you people, you know, the liberals, SJWs, whatever, hey, welcome. You Yo, must be new here. We're going to keep we talking this shit. We help men do better, bro. That's what we really care about. It's, it's, it's what people don't realize when they're, like, canceling. It's like you guys are already canceled, but you, you, you're you're winning while being canceled. Yeah. That's what gets it's not right. like you guys are begging like, yo, yo, could we get like a like some type of sponsorship deal? You're like, no, we're good. We don't care. We're fine. We don't need it. And another here's the other beauty. Like when these big like mainstream media outlets cover us or whatever, like it's great because it, it, it sucks because there is a two edged sword, right? Double edged sword. On one side, we get all this backlash from SJWs, women, you know, dudes and white knights, you know, cape it. Oh my god, you're an asshole. I'm getting I can't I can't tell you how many death threats I get from dudes like, bro, I'll beat you up. You make fun of black women, bro. I make fun of everybody. Shut the fuck up. But on the other end, we get a lot of attention from men that are like, damn, someone's saying this shit? Bro, I would talk with my boys about this shit all the time in the group chat. Thank yeah. God someone finally saying it. Bang. What, listen to the podcast. Yo, these niggas is crazy. These guys are based. But this is the crazy world we live in. Speaking the truth about unflattering realities, both men and women, because we shit on guys too. It's just that they want to highlight when we shit on women because it's unconventional to yeah. shit on women. We shit on everybody. It just so happens that when you shit on women, it's considered taboo, and we don't give a fuck what y'all think is taboo. We're going to do what we want. We have a lot of silent supporters, like I said before in the back, that are, have huge, like, I want to say, income streams, and they say, you know what? I fuck with y'all. Here you go. Because they know we're t talking the truth, which is our truth, and we're not afraid to say it to the public. So. It is the truth. Wait, yeah. and, it and, is the and, truth. And, and we'll, we'll end this with the last word from both of you guys. Um, sure. For, for, for my beautiful black queens who have tolerated <laughs> these two... Uh, um, um, what, what, what they describe assholes, it? Jerks. assholes, uh, yeah. who hate. Who, I'm a nice guy, man. <laughs> it, 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 I always hate when they, 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 they just throw this whole thing that you hate black women, of course. Whatever, it's anyway, hilarious. What, what, they don't your, watch the show. Your, we bring your black final, women on every time. What's your final word to them if you know you could send them a message to at least you know explain what they may have seen? I love my black queens. I forgot my KKK mask in the. Right? <laughs> I forgot my KKK mask in the car. Just kidding. No, but yo, real talk, will anyone that has like moderate IQ and watches the podcast and doesn't take a twenty second clip and has the ability to independently think and assess things will be able to see. Wow, they bring African American women on the show all the time. Oh wow, they kick girls off the show of all races. Oh wow, they make jokes on everyone. Wow, he's wearing a sombrero today. Oh my god, he's wearing a, a, a Arabian hat today. He's making wearing a you know a Chinese hat another day. Wow, they make fun of everyone. Oh okay, it's satire. Okay, they're helping guys with. Entertainment. Okay, I get it. But they want to take a 20 second clip and get offended. It's like, it's, I don't know what it is. It's like they, they see our podcast. All right, let's watch their videos and I can't wait to get triggered. And they just watch. Yeah, fat bitches, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, now I'm triggered. And it's like, yeah, I like this. Let me wait and fresh this Instagram thing so I could tell him he's a coon. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Go watch 
Yo, like so yeah. for all the haters out there, like bro, go do something to self improve. So I saw this chick, right? She's like, oh, I saw the clip about what you guys said about uh, black women. I'm like, you know me, right? She's like, yeah. I was like, so you know who I am, right? Yeah. So what do you believe? Oh yeah, you're right. It's like, bro, like, you, fresh. You you, you 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 gotta you gotta you know t- to prove your loyalty to the black community. You gotta date like you know a black woman for the rest of 2022. Come on, man. You know it's funny. <laughs> I had this like uh, epiphany, and it's funny because like I brought a black girl on my show, right, my personal vlog show, and like people are like, oh, he's trying to compensate and bring black women on. I'm like, no, can't nigga. win, bro. Like, I was on a yacht party, like I said earlier, 21 black girls. Did you, did Sorry, you hit 21 white girls, right? Did you hit the, the black chick though? The, the one on the boat, but you did yeah. raw. Of course. End the show, man. Oh, End the show. Man. I can't talk to you, bro. This guy. All right, of man. Course. Listen, uh, thank y'all for watching. Listen, we have found the two worst hosts as podcasters. <laughs> hey. Listen, hey, I, 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 at some point, they're going to start stoning y'all. You know, Probably. By the way, if they make it through this year, they had a great, by the way, really up and down. I think you guys, we met um, 2021. We did some great stuff in 2021. You guys had great moments. Uh, 2022 just starting out. Hopefully, we could get past this year without you guys either getting stoned, killed, the jumped by that girl. Been, the subs are going up, bro. With all the controversy, the subs are going up because people, you can't hide the truth. People know that we're in a PC, crazy pussy culture. And they're like, dude, finally someone's fi- telling the truth. Yeah. Our subs are going up because here's the thing. Guys wish they could hear the shit. And yo, to all the triggered feminists, whatever, we don't give a fuck what y'all say. We don't make our content for you. Go suck a dick. No one cares. For all the triggered SJW feminists, yeah, I do love you over here at Spotify. <laughs> and, um, keep watching. We have a couple more episodes. Listen, these guys might even be back. Hopefully, I could get another episode, I, another episode out of them. One last thing. What? I love my black queens. Okay. All right, man. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Uh, we got a couple great interviews and episodes for you guys this week. Make sure you guys tune in. And also, watch the poll function below this uh, below the episode. You guys have been doing a really good job using that. Spotify has been very pleased. They're seeing a lot of interaction. I might even have... I might, I might, the, today's poll might just be... Do, um, actually, you guys helped me cook that up. All right? I, was, <laughs> I can't even speak. Until next time, man. Thank you for watching another episode of Off the Record Podcast. It's Woody Academics with my guest host, Fresh and Fit, from the Fresh and Fit Podcast. We are out. Peace. Peace, guys.